Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 171, Evan. Yep. 171. Very cool. We got Sean back. Sean's here with us again. Hello. Sean, how's it going? Um, not great. I'm playing a game that I'm I'm not really enjoying. <laughs> yes, and, we're gonna talk uh, about that game because I was told that it would get a better Metacritic score than Jedi Outcast. Um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I actually, I'm actually still messing around with it right now. I just ran into a problem where all of a sudden no button commands were working, so I had to run back into another room to to make it work, and that's not it's not how the game is designed. So <laughs> I don't I don't quite know, but yeah, um, no, nah, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Not right, good, 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 good. Then we got uh, we got MVG here. What's up, MVG? Hey, what's up? What's up? Been a good day here. Good, good, uh, good announcement for you, huh? Yeah, thank you. Thank At you. limited run games. Yep. Yep. You know, let let the people know what's Secrets going on. Out. What are you yeah. What are you doing? I uh, I am the uh, lead developer on the Shantae project for Limited Run Games on the Switch, so oh, that should awesome. be coming out in September. So yep. make sure you pick it up. Oh, I'm on it. I'm buying that fuck, one. Fuck, fuck. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody watching is uh, Shantae is a good game in the first place, but you got MVG taking care of it and bringing it over, so you know it's going to be high quality. So you want to check that one out. But uh, that was cool, though, to see see you uh, get to make that announcement alongside of the event. And uh, we'll, we'll see that name in the credits, right? Yep. Yep. Right, we'll be cool. in there. Just awesome. scroll That'll by cool. MVG and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you put in a cheat code to where I can just get straight to the right part where you, you're you announced, just, right? Just for you, man. I want to put yeah. it in just for All you, right. RJ. I want, I want it. Cheat codes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. We got uh, Miss Click is here with us tonight, too. Miss Click, how's it going? Hello. Good to have you here. How's your week? No, you know, it's good. Um, good. Yeah, I uh, still haven't finished Last of Us Part 2 because the game. All right, listen. You're still working through that. Wow. Yeah, I, I was watching this click. You were having so much fun playing as Abby. I was like, I was really excited you are, like, you to, are the to watch worst, how much, dude. How much you fun are the you were worst. having. You are the worst, dude. <laughs> the game drags on for years. I was causing all sorts of shit. It's yeah, good when the description of the game is that it drags on. It's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was just starting. I was just starting problems with people. I was just being a yeah, dude. dude. I I feel I feel like I'm playing like two games in one. You know what I mean? But you know, other than that, I I'm I'm finishing tomorrow. I have to. I just need to get it done. Like, can't yeah. go another week with it underneath. How, my... how many hours in are you? Honestly, I have no idea. I, I I have like three hours left. So she's about like she's about like I would probably say like, when I was watching she's twenty ish, seventeen, seventeen. Yeah, you're you're yeah. about there. You're about yeah. there. Yeah, I, it, I think it took me about 21 hours to beat it. So you're, you're basically right there then. Yeah, because yeah, she's, yeah. she's right in that part where that... Which uh, day of Abby? I just got off the little rowboat. Gotcha. Yeah, yep. Not, yep. not too terrible. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right, good, good. So we'll see that, that your reaction to the ending then. Yep. Okay, that'll be interesting. OJ, what's up? OJ's with us tonight. What's up, man? Just trying to, uh, you know... Not catch any entanglements around here, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Just got off that Bakugan hype. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No. No entanglements with Bakugan. Hopefully, we'll see. Are we'll you talk just about that keep throwing this word out tonight? Is this what's gonna happen? No, I swear. That's I like the last, it. last time I'll I say entanglement. I muted the word on Twitter. Why okay? did you do that? Yeah, that was the worst thing you could do. <laughs> that was the worst thing you can do. You should expeditiously. Unmute that word, okay? Stop, <laughs> Expeditiously unmute that word. What's wrong with you, Click? Oh my god, my heart is so sad this week, dude. Uh, we got uh, Evan. What's going on? A busy week, kind of rough, but getting through it. Trying to finish some work up. Cool. Okay, and then uh, Jordan with the N64 shirt. Yeah, 
I'll allow it. Oh, okay, man. what's up? <laughs> oh, I didn't have my GameCube shirt. Uh, I was in the wash. Okay. No, no, uh, it's okay. Set on fire. <laughs> uh, I, I somewhat temporarily have uh, left YouTube, but I'll have an announcement next week. Wait, what? Oh. Yeah. Which you're, but right? you're on YouTube yeah, right now. But I'm on YouTube right now. But as far as Jordan Fringe, I don't know him. I don't know that channel. Sorry. Who that? You got out of the Pokemon card pack stuff right after, right before I bought some Pokemon cards. Jordan. Yeah, I like, I like how I get a text. I, I thought you were, I thought you were trolling me. No. You're, you're, you're like, you're like, hey, uh, Rebel Clash, the newest set. I'm looking to collect. I'm like, who are you? What do you mean looking to collect? Every time like, you talk you about know, Pokemon, I'll, I'll you're like, ah, you ever get Pokemon. that wave of nostalgia and you're like, what, what did I do when I was younger? I collected Pokemon cards. I know somebody in the chat's done this where they're like, I used to get Pokemon cards. And I was like, let me see. Because, you know, when you're that kid and you can only get like one pack every now and then you're like, when I'm older and I have a job, I'm going to buy a bunch of packs. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, I do, you want, do you want all my old packs? Ready. I got like a whole creative. Did, did you start the last Do you really? Yeah. When, when, when was this? When was it from? Wait, how old? I think this yeah, was, was the say, hold last. On, hold on, what was oh, the last no, set? No, what was the last set, right? Rebel Clash is the current, the one before that Sword and Shield. Yeah, I think I was doing. Cosmic Eclipse. I think it was Cosmic Eclipse was the one I was doing. That was the uh, end of last year, so yeah. Okay, okay. I want to yeah, see yeah. that collection grow. All right, if you're serious about it, I want to see. Yeah, that. I want to see you have a see great my collection. My favorite Pokemon card. Yeah, I don't know. Sweet. At least they tell you how many cards are at the bottom. Like it's like yeah. 192, and then there's like so many after that that are like not counted. So. Rares. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I might play around with it here and there. Put them in the little. I'm still little... opening packs and playing Pokemon games and all that stuff on Twitch, though. So you know, like, what I'm amazed I'm is that like it anymore. sounds like it hasn't really changed much or gotten better when it comes to storing the cards. Because I was like, what do you? What does everyone do now to store them? Like, do they still do binders, the binders with the card sleeves? Oh, you got oh Chunky Eevee. That's I love my that favorite. one. That's that's a great alternate art card. It's where my it's, uh, favorite. Why is it? It's a good card. I was like, is that how they still do it? Is just that you use the card sleeves and the binder still? Uh, I mean, for most people, like I, I do it based on sets. So, like I'll make a binder and I'll put the newest set in one binder. And so then it hasn't like, changed for set. it's been 21 years. It hasn't changed at all. All my bulk is stored in like tins from uh, the stuff I've opened uh, or in boxes that have like released what, with. Uh, well, I mean, what, what kind of tech years. are you expecting to have expanded mm. for the card collecting? It's literally either boxes <laughs> or binders. That's the only I mean, the binder doesn't connect to Wi-Fi or anything right now. So, like, I don't know. You feel like come up with something Well, you just put it in There's a machine a really and app, it puts though, it on the Internet for you. Just. There's a good app to keep track of what cards you do have, though, now, which is really cool. So, yeah, mm. uh, I'll, I'll play around with it, Jordan, just to see. I thought it'd be something interesting to do. And maybe eventually uh, as, as my kids will be able to get into it, too. And they'll, you know, 20 years. If I had known that, like, the Charizard and stuff would have been worth yes. that kind of cash, please, please I would not have destroyed it. To handle the cards correctly. Destroyed it. <laughs> like I used to have pull... one. I used to have a Charizard back in the day when it first came yeah. out. Was it a first and... edition? It was the first packs that came out back in the day because I remember uh, first, my if friends, it's a first edition, no shadow on the side of it. You could I, you could currently I, have a fifty five thousand. I don't know. I don't right know, now. dude. I, I kept it in my lunchbox. I don't know if it had a shadow. That was more. very <laughs> smart of you. Stories getting worse and worse. Yes. Well, I mean, back then they weren't worth that much. And uh, I remember yeah, my, my I friends' parents would buy us booster packs whenever we went to like I think it was like the Rite Aid or something. They just had them on like the on the side. And I remember my friend had like a Blastoise and a Venusaur, and I pulled a Charizard. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And we walked around, pretended like we know how to play with them, but we kept them in like lunch boxes and stuff. And that thing, who knows where that is? It probably got destroyed. Not, now I'm looking at it. Like, another kid at school. It, it might have been. Yeah. Brought theirs to school. Never bring the Charizard to school. It is. It is a shame. Yes, but yeah, you know, I thought about that. Though. I was like, you know, if I actually kept like took care of them, it would have been worth something. So you could have had some uh, some good profit in that vintage stuff. Yeah. 
Well, now we know. So who knows? Maybe 20 years from now, that set will be worse. I don't know. There's, there's a few things worth investing in right now, but I, I won't bore the chat with Pokemon talk. Okay. I'm sure That's sure like, shut talk up about, talk about games. You should talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! meta. We should. <laughs> now that's a throwback. Look, we gotta already go into Bakugan, all right? That's let's a just make throwback. Just, we'll leave it at the Pokemon cards. Nate, what's up? That is such a deep cut. Holy crap. <laughs> Nate, yeah, play some games. Shut the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> you weren't talking. Thank you, uh, Zevia. I thought you'd have been plugging uh, uh, Nate the Hate immediately when we got him on air. Well, I couldn't. We were talking about Pokemon cards and lunchboxes and fat Eevees and shadowless. I said chunky. Noon Charizards. Uh, how, how was your week? How was your week, Nate? It was a long week. Very long week. But we had a quality Nate the Hate episode where we had Jeff Grubb and Rand join us to talk about the Microsoft July event. Mm. Some quality right there. Okay. okay, okay, very good, very good. We'll talk a little about that showcase as well uh, tonight as we go on. Did uh, did you play anything good, Nate, this week? We might as well go into that now. Uh, I played I played Deadly Premonition too. Oh, good. Okay, great. So Sean's here. He's playing it right now. Let you can tell because he looks really, really sad currently, and you are uh, playing it as well. So hit me with the impressions for it. It has none of the charm of the first game. Okay. It really I think it's fair. Wow. So it's not even the technical yeah. performance necessarily that's like killing it for you. It is just well, the straight up. The first game's technical flaws weren't. I mean, the game wasn't perfect in tech performance, the first game, but it wasn't abysmal like this one. This mm. is a travesty. I and... saw it. I saw it freeze at one point when they were bowling. So it like literally dropped to zero frames per second or had it's, one. I'm sorry. It, one it, it does that all the time. We're in the overworld area, like on your skateboard riding uh -huh. around. The game looks like an early 360 late PS2 game. Well, yes. it's pretty technologically advanced right. for like a swervy title, though. But it, you get to a point where it's like, you know, we probably should delete it. Like, here, here's here's my thing. Spoilers for my video tomorrow. Nobody on God's green earth expected Deadly Premonition to get a sequel. So when it was announced, really, you have all the fucking time in the world to work on this game to make it run at a decent frame rate because nobody expected this sequel. It's not like people are sitting around like, when's that Deadly Premonition? This isn't The Last of Us or something like that. Like, everyone thought this was a one and done. So it... I, it's bizarre to say it, but it feels like the game is rushed. And I'm like, who is it rushed for? Why, why would you rush this? Like, there, there's no reason to rush this at all, because it's not a series that is going to have a high demand in the first place. It was a niche series to begin with that just sort of built up a following over time. You have time to work on this. It's just that's what I don't think. I don't want to say it's rushed. I think the budget was just basement level because who really who is the market for this game it's the people who enjoyed the first one which is already like what fifty thousand people that's yeah and yeah and that's that's being thing. it's probably had a budget of like two million dollars and this is what they came up with i mean thankfully they did say we're gonna patch it but at first they didn't they were talking about not patching it and then they came back and said oh i guess we will patch it are you, you think they're actually gonna be able to fix this thing yeah yeah i mean 
if, I mean, if the frame rate was better, if if the frame rate was better, the loading the loading times are atrocious, atrocious yeah. in this game. If the frame rate was was more consistent and better, I don't even think it needs to be you know a billion frames per second, just something more stable. I think the game would be more mediocre. You know, like I I do like some of the things about the game um but there's a lot that i don't like and like nate said a lot of the charm of the first game is lost in this game and i'll i'll go into more depth tomorrow on my video on the channel um as to why that is because i obviously was a fan of the first game but i i feel like that would have a, a more average to a sub average game if the frame rate was bad as it stands now like the people who were given this game like nine out of ten they i honestly feel like they were trying because yes there are some nine out of ten reviews out there Ooh. i honestly feel like they, <laughs> oh god metacritic dude i'm, I'm going don't I'm worry, just saying I'm... name some names but Ooh. like um because they deserve a video made on them for that <laughs> and, and and it's almost like they wanted to capture that same spirit that the first game had that was so divisive but the things that made that game divisive weren't technical issues and they weren't you know just just random bugs and things like that it was like do you like the sort of movies and stuff like that do you can you appreciate a game that has a small budget and was it correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't deadly premonition the first game a budget title at like 30 bucks when it first came out i don't think it was yeah. i don't think it was full price right it definitely wasn't yeah it was price. definitely a budget relief i don't know if it was 30 it might have been like 39.99 yeah i thought it was okay. i thought it was 40 yeah but this, how much is this game 50 50 yeah mm. and nintendo was distributing it yeah That's a weird thing it's like nintendo oh. actually put their hand in this like yeah we gotta help get this out there it's kind of like devil's third type where they just saw oh, this gosh horrendous game that has such this cult following they're like we got to get in on this and fund this let me tell you guys about this game's metacritic so i go to the metacritic to see like what it's at I, and i'm like oh snap somebody gave it a 10 out of 10 but then i look closer and it's a digitally downloaded and then it says the last of us 2 what and then it talks about but then again <laughs> they mentioned the last of us 2 but they use that as an example of giving it an a, a 10 out of 10 100 digitally downloaded it but, and you know what? Like they're trying to do the Jim Sterling thing when he reviewed the first game. Be like, this game captured exactly what it wanted to be, so this yeah. has to be perfect. And digital download sound like yeah. they tried to just copy that with this. The, you you can't give this game a ten out of ten. Like that's I don't care how much you you can't give that game a ten out of ten. Like from what I've seen, everything that Sean is saying, it, the frame rate is so like well, people are disappearing. Ten out of ten. See, that's little, the thing. People the, thought the. the the bad performance was intentional. No, <laughs> no. Once they came out and we're gonna patch this, all of a sudden that campy idea was removed. But some stupid outlets were like, "Oh, it runs like shit because that's what he wanted to do." Like, no, it's no, just it's really not bad. because the first game didn't run like shit. You right. know, it wasn't great, but it wasn't. It wasn't horrendous. <laughs> yeah, like. There's, there, mm. there are things I do like about the game, and yes, tomorrow's video will be overly negative, but there are things that I like about the game, and I'll explain those. And I do I think mean, that, you're, you're trying to save people $50. Yeah, I, I do think a patch would help, but, it, it, you know, this game was, was not ever going to be a huge seller, it, and now since it came out and it's just so half-assed at points, you know, it's, it's probably the end of this franchise. And you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe... Well, people, 
maybe we maybe we shouldn't have gotten a sequel from it. Maybe we should have had the first game, let it be its own thing, and then let it live on in infamy. Not every game necessarily needs a sequel. So I have a question. Yeah. How does this game pass certification? Hmm. It, it works. The frame yeah, is just absolutely bad. It, it just runs bad frame rate. <laughs> MVG, you're gonna have to get a hold of this thing and start some overclocking. I, mean, I was, I was thinking arc, about it. I was thinking about the past. And that yeah, I mean, Arc, WWE 2K18, like past service. I mean, we gotta get MVG on that. The whole Nintendo stamp of approval. What happened to the Nintendo seal of quality, man? Like, Jesus Christ. People just say that for stuff. John, I was thinking about doing that. I just don't know if it's really that interesting to most people you know mm. what what it looks like if you overclock it i mean it may run better hopefully it does but maybe we'll just wait for the patch and hopefully they'll address it themselves you know that'd be an interesting digital yeah. founder video i did it i think they did though i don't well, know did they? Did digital did they? Yeah, I, no. I think digital foundry did one i mean for for the second one too yeah did i miss it oh i might have missed it i, I don't know i missed it, it. I'll check it out. I'll check I mean, it out. It's, it's a mess. I mean, Swery's last real good game was probably the missing J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories, and that was a good game that no one played. And instead, everyone... Uh, I, I feel like fun. I feel like the patch we're talking about now in like a month, we'll all forget about it, and there'll just never be a patch for it. <laughs> yeah, like... Fits Deadly Premonition. Bloodstained. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of Bloodstained, <clears throat> we did play Curse of the Moon 2. Uh, I played it. Sean played it. Yep. Nate played it. I played it. I played it. I, MG played it. I did not play it. <laughs> Jordan did not play it. Uh, I should play it. Did you, oh, you, didn't you get a chance to play it, OJ? I haven't got a chance. I'm still okay. kind of working my way through Future Connected. On the okay. And Evan, did you get a chance to play it? Nah, my Switch is upstairs, so I didn't install it yet. Oh, okay. Okay, got it, got it. Got it. He hasn't gone upstairs since it came out. So, <laughs> no reason to. <laughs> it's, blo it's blocked off, man. You, can't, you just can't go up there. Uh, so Curse of the Moon 2 is $15. Came out yesterday, officially. Um, they, they had review codes go out uh, actually pretty early, I would say. Like, they're pretty confident, I think, in this game release. Um, that's because it's, uh, if you like the first one, you're probably going to like the second one. It's just more of the first one, but quite a bit of extra stuff, I would say, put onto it as well. It's a lot, it's a lot yeah. longer than the first one. It is a lot longer, yes. I mean, that's a good thing, though, right? There's a lot more to do in it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I like I like the, the characters are very different feeling, too. Um, like the, Fuck that sniper guy. Okay, hold on. You don't like the sniper character? Absolute <laughs> worst character in the world. I oh. hate him with all of my heart and soul. Okay, well, he, hold on. You sneeze hold on. on him, and he's dead. Like, who's, he's worthless. Who's the, best, who's the best character for you? Uh, I really like Dominique. And oh, then... Yeah. I like um, the, the mech. I like the mech. Yeah, the mech dog is just dope, too. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, mostly because they just it just crushes spikes. Don't even mess around yeah, with Yeah, like, he's very versatile. And plus, he can, like, um, he can uh, float, too, mm -hmm. which is very helpful because some of that. So, like, the game, it's like the first four levels, for four or five levels, you're like, all right, you know, I got this shit. And then, like, you hit, like, level six and yep. seven, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you hit the, the level eight and the final boss, and you're like, yeah, and then, like it's You get to the, the subsequent playthroughs, and you're just like, that's why I didn't review the game, because I got on the second playthrough of the game, and I'm getting my ass rocked, and I'm like, all right, let me try casual mode. I'm still getting my ass rocked on casual mode. I'm like, fucking hell, man. Dude, that thing, it goes, it goes like any 
NES Ninja Gaiden real quick. Yeah. There, like, I mean, real it, quick. It's fun. It's it's a great game, but yeah, it's it's super challenging. You know what? You know what? Really, I think if I didn't have the knockback, because I didn't go. I think casual mode to get rid of that knockback, right? Yeah. Like, yeah casual mode gets rid of the knockback. I didn't. I didn't turn on casual mode. I'm still playing through it. I think I'm right at the end, and uh, I, I was like, this is getting out of. This is getting ridiculous. Because like, I got, I got I would, to the final boss. And I had to turn on casual mode in order to beat him just because I wanted to see what would happen next. And then I was like, okay, whatever, with my subsequent playthroughs, because things change on the subsequent playthroughs, slight mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Um, and there's like different story stuff that happens, and you go same areas, but different ways that you go through the areas. And it's just like, even the boss battles on the subsequent playthroughs change as well. So like the first level boss, it's the same boss, but there's different mechanics that go into it. So it's very, and then there's, you know, there's the whole other characters thing that you get into. Some of the characters you, you don't have access to again. So it's, it's very interesting. It's, it's very interesting how it works. Um, great game. Though. Great game. I love it. it. It's hard. It's just tough as nails. So, yeah. uh, but I think, I think for 15 bucks, it's, it's a great, great pickup better than uh, deadly premonition i mean technically that's what uh, uh two and a half deadly premonitions two two de- three three deadly premonitions three, yeah. So, yeah that's that's uh or three three uh curse the moon twos yeah so i would recommend getting bloodstained instead but it's very difficult uh, i like it what do you think of it mvg I like it. I, I didn't get it early like you guys did. I just got it yesterday, so I'm on level two, but uh, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm playing with Dominique. Uh, I, I think the game's great. It's it's everything that I thought it would be, and um, I can't wait to uh, keep playing through the game, man. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it gets it gets a little aggravating towards the end, but there is that yeah, sense I've of uh, you beat it, and it's like, oh, I finally, you know, I got it. So yep. it's um that is that is at least their difficulty. Um, but uh, what about uh, Jordan? What'd you play this week? I finally, after two years, for some reason, I never beat uh, God of War on the PlayStation 4. What? What? I just never beat it. There was, I think it was at a time where I got super busy with work and I didn't have time mm. to continue. And then time went on. I was like, I'm never going to remember how to play this game. So okay. I don't want to wow. go back and play it. Let me ask you. Let me ask so, Jordan, how, how good was that game? So after finally completing it and going uh, through the story, I will say this. The story is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh I actually really like the humanization of Kratos and him trying to cope with having a son and and finding out about... I love the lore, and I hope they explore the other lores that they tease in the game. Because it's a beautiful story and a beautiful journey. My one problem, and this is just with, I guess, as a gamer now, compared to how I was maybe five years ago, I'm just... I'm tired of padding. I'm I'm getting really sick of padding in gaming. And this game... There's a, a kind of like a central hub area. So there's yes. too much backtracking in this game. And the other thing, the other problem is it's too many random puzzles. Uh, I, I, if you, it's an action game, I want to do my fights. I want to do some cool epic stuff. But then I walk into a room and say, okay, you got to move that orb to this orb. But at the same time, you got to run through that and, and do that over there. I'm like, I just want to progress. I don't want to do all this in one room for 10 minutes just to get to another room to do it again. God of War has been like that. It's, it's been like I, that I know, and I was fine yeah, with it. Like, yeah. I, I think I really, like, with Ascension was the first game I noticed, and I was like, okay, this is just way too much puzzle. And I think mm-hmm. that really pushed it away from me enjoying puzzles and games at the moment. Um, but that being said, I think it's a solid 7 or 8 out of 10. I think that oh. the puzzle, the, the puzzles hurt it for me, okay. and the backtracking okay. severely hurts. I hate the backtracking. It's okay. literally constant. You have to go up just going up the mountain twice in a row. It's like, all right, go up the mountain twice after you do it. It was just a little annoying. Uh, But I will say some of the coolest boss fights I've ever seen uh, in a game, some of the most satisfying boss fights as well. Uh, And the story was fantastic. I cannot wait for whatever happens next. 
because the sure. ending was beautiful on the ps5 too that's gonna look i mean already, game already looks crazy on the ps4 pro right i can't i actually want to see if there is any visual upgrade that they do for the ps5 version like if they actually like make an enhanced version of mm. it because this, this could, game is gorgeous it already has an uncapped later. it has an uncapped frame rate so they could try to lock it at 60 on the ps5 yeah i would just think like just like uh 4k 60 and yep. it would already look better than the majority of games probably that we, we would see or just as good as a lot of the games maybe not as detailed or some of them but i think that game already looks insanely good on ps4 pro oh so. yeah it's still I, you, I, the face is looking incredible still i i have not done all the extras i just got to the end of the game where it says okay oh. now here's all the uh, other you stuff wanna, you can do you want to get spanked do the valkyries mm-hmm <laughs> No, I think I've had my fill with God of War for now. <laughs> <laughs> I literally played it nonstop all week in my free time, uh, and it was really good. I'm just glad I got to beat something from my backlog that I haven't touched. Literally, my other saves are from April of, of, of 2018 when I stopped playing, and I was like, oh, it's been over two years. I should finish this. Uh, I also uh, picked up yesterday, I picked up CrossCode and played a couple of hours of that so far, and I like it. I like it. So far, it's been pretty good. It, it takes a little while to get started, even after a couple of hours. They're still like, hey, here's your character unlock menu now, so it's it's one of those games, but uh, it is, from what I can tell, a 16-bit kind of top-down style uh, dot hack game, essentially, because it's, it's trying to play on that whole MMORPG, but you're single player and your character is like special for some reason in this MMORPG kind of mixes a little bit of uh, the matrix in there too, with what your character is in the game too. Um, but I'm liking it so far. I was, I was telling, I was, I was talking to Jordan about it a bit before I went on where it, it's an action RPG, like secret of mana, but then it also has like twin stick shooters elements to it as well, where you move over to actually be able to shoot go back and forth between swinging blades around and all that so they throw a lot of enemies at you at once uh, but they give you a lot of really cool things you can do to try to fight them and of course you level up big big skill tree massive skill tree like there's one massive one i'm looking at now but there's also four parts outside of that for the skill tree so there's a lot of progression in the game outside of just leveling up um, and different equipment levels and all that too so it seems like there's gonna be a lot to do in it i'm, I'm gonna keep playing it this week uh leading into friday when most of my attention will move to paper mario and uh ghosts uh what about uh what about miss click what'd you play this week what hmm. this just last of us okay okay that's fair that's yeah, fair that's i'm so good. excited for ghosts yeah. <laughs> I want to spotlight a game that I played this week, though. Okay, Sean, hit us with the way, the, the game you played this week. So, spoiler alerts! I'm working on a retro compilation for Switch video, where I basically talk about various retro compilations. And Namco just released a collection one and two thing digitally, but they released a physical edition of collection one in Japan, and so I was like. Okay, it was only like 40 bucks on eBay. So I picked it up. Pac-Man Championship Edition Demastered is on this. And that, I'm not a huge Pac-Man fan. I I like Miss Pac-Man. I think it's cool. I play this game for hours and hours, and I literally only play Pac-Man Championship Edition Demastered. And it is so much damn fun. It is absolutely fantastic. It needs to be a standalone release. And... Also, Splatterhouse uh, One Paku Graffiti is on here too, so that's cool too. Hmm. But yeah, absolutely amazing, absolutely what, amazing. What, game. what compilation is that? This is well, this is it's a brand. There's Namco just did two arc, or wasn't even arcade. It was like eight bit compilations of NES games that they released on the eShop for twenty dollars a piece, 
And they did a physical edition, which is known as Namcot in Japan. Um, and I just I saw it on eBay and I was like, well, what the hell? You know, I, I'd rather get the physical edition anyways, because it sort of plays into the video. But yeah, like the Pac-Man Championship edition is freaking amazing. And like it, the crazy thing is they actually extracted the NES ROM off of uh, the collection and you could play it on actual NES hardware. There is a sound chip. There's an additional sound chip that it uses that you had to have a specific Famicom cartridge for. That's evidently very rare from what I've told. So there, if you're playing it on actual hardware, there might be um, some sound effects missing, but it's crazy that it read because it's, it's literally like the colors and the music and the sound. It's like, you don't even sort of realize it's an NES style game and you're, you might be thinking, Oh, it's an NES style game, but it's an actual NES game that will run on actual hardware, which makes it just amazing. What's hmm. it called? One more time. Pac-Man championship. No, edition. No, not oh, that, the the Nam cot collection. Okay. There we go. <laughs> put a T on it. What the hell's up with that? And don't tell me it's a silent T in the are chat. You sure it's, are you sure it's Namco T? Is not how you pronounce it? No, Namco. What about uh, OJ? What'd you, what'd you play this week, man? Uh, yeah, I've just been kind of uh, finished Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition pretty much uh, doing some super boss stuff. Then I got into Future Connected as well, which is really cool. So it's cool to just, you know, hop into that. It's like a little extra uh, side story that they put in there. Uh, Not as big as Torna. uh, So it's nothing like that. Some people were thinking that it might be like that. No, it's not that because it's like a little uh, extra thing. So I've been playing through that. And that's interesting. They like change what they change some of the mechanics. You know, Shulk doesn't have his vision anymore. uh, But he has the Monado, right? Uh, that guy's the Monado. <laughs> yes, he's the Monado. Uh, but <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing through uh, through that. So yeah, I, I beat all of Xenoblade Definitive Edition, and yeah, like I really, really enjoyed it. Like it made the side quests and everything so much better because of like the, some of the stuff that you can do. Like I actually finished the majority of the side quests, which originally I did a lot of them, but they were so annoying because you couldn't track your. I mean, there like, weren't any, could, there wasn't any tracking, right? No, so it made it man. like it's like Nightmare. it's like go find this. And you're like. Where is yeah, it? <laughs> it was yeah. it was a night it was a nightmare. I mean, back then, I mean, we had guides, but when I was playing it, we didn't have a guide because like I was playing the European version, so like there was barely any. So people were filling it out online as they were playing, you know, because I got it day one on the, Euro- the European release because it came out a year after the Japanese release, and nobody obviously people weren't playing the. I mean, people were playing the Japanese version, but they weren't making guides for it like that. So mm-hmm. this one was much cleaner to get through. Um, really enjoyed it. Ending was great. Uh, really cool. Um, makes a great connect. People always ask about you know. Blade 1 and Xenoblade 2 definitely play like if you play there's a lot of people played Xenoblade 2 then they didn't play 1 make sure you go back play 1 you know and the ending it fits it's it's great it's a fantastic uh, connection so uh so now I'm on Future Connected and um so I'm having fun with that uh it's a smaller scale but it's it's cool um and I think that's pretty much it in terms of anything new or whatever I finished um playing I know I just play like this typical Smash Brothers played more of that played Mario Kart like I always play every single week so that's fun uh <laughs> sounds good sounds good what about mvg uh curse of the moon 2 uh clubhouse games someone said skip, <laughs> someone said skip mvg he's just playing clubhouse games all day <laughs> yeah, I do, I love it. um and i'm waiting for the namcot collection to get oh, here i actually man. i actually ordered that myself because i i'm all about that um that d make as well Dude, so, so i good. i'm just waiting for it to get here but uh other nice. than that nothing nothing really just waiting for a ghost next week that's oh, a big yeah. one. That's gonna be good. When that when that comes out, I'll be I'll be real interested to see what everyone thinks about that I'm one. So excited um, we should have reviews drop in this week's I think in the next few days, right? Yeah, I think it was we, the fourteenth, I think, is when they're Didn't dropping. you guys kind of find that interesting though with the reviews? Because um 
they last of us part two had reviews like super like what like what two weeks in front advance it was pretty early on they yeah. well the, the problem with those reviews is they can only talk about like three hours of the game in the review yeah. and they're like i can't even talk about anything that happens after like the first quarter of the game so that was kind of weird because it was so story driven and i guess i don't know what what the deal is with ghosts because apparently they sent the review codes for those out like a while ago yeah it's been a while it's been about three weeks i think so yeah. reviewers weren't allowed to talk anything past three hours in the last of us part two no the, was, the, the contract literally says you can only talk up to this point in the game and you cannot <laughs> mention anything else past that you can only review a portion of the game yeah were they allowed to factor in the rest of their playtime in their review score yes I they just assume, yeah, they just, you couldn't mention specifics beyond a certain point yeah. out of fear of spoilers is how they've regulated oh, 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 okay. it i think of how difficult okay. that is to review the game and not be able to talk about most of them and be like uh i don't, know. I don't know what to funny. say the contract should probably look at nintendo embargo sheets more closely then yep I just think it's funny. Yeah, yeah I don't want to say those. Two. I get those games on launch day, so it doesn't matter for me. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, get they don't. Them they don't, get, they don't give us. What are you talking about? How much of a problem? How much of a problem do you think Ghost is going to cause? <laughs> I feel like Ghost is just another Prime game that's going to get review botted up and down just because yeah. it's a sony game just because it's after last of us i feel like a lot of people are looking at ghosts like it's happening. uh i see a lot of people excited for ghosts i um, i'm excited i just think it's just that game like like an accidental example right like mm. with like astral chain right that was just a game because people were mad they didn't get that game on other things and then they review bombed it mm. i mean so are, do we this is do another we, big game right for that do we like still like count reviews as anything important like i don't know take anything it's seriously just, anymore <laughs> It's just interesting that yeah. you can't have these review sites work functionally properly anymore because like, review it, bombing. I was thinking about this the other day and tell me if this is like too restricted, but like what if what if in order to like review a game, like you had like your SKU number or like a like a like your registered like a product number or something. Think, didn't Steam put it into place that you have to have X amount of hours? Steam long? has that. Yeah. Steam has like a purchase thing where it's like I thought they had that where it's like they have. It's not just purchase. You actually have to purchase. play it for like oh. certain amount of hours like, shouldn't, before shouldn't you're allowed. Shouldn't you get allowed. like a product ID? Like if you have a product ID, then you if plug you... that into the system, and if it registers like it's a valid number, then you can leave a review. Like why don't they just do that at this point? Because like, I think one of the sites. um they just updated instead of being able to review it like if you if you're not a, a registered reviewer if you're a user your user score can't go in effect until at least the next day so you can't spam it day one you at least have mm. to the game has to be officially released, leave that but, spam review in your notepad to copy paste later people, are just gonna be, <laughs> people will come back to just review bomb it's not like they're like oh now i have to wait a day okay never mind i'll not do it that's, that's really why mean, people I, don't take it don't seriously. At, yeah, yeah, I don't take user yeah. reviews seriously. It's just fodder for making videos and getting clicks. That's really all it is. And then people, <laughs> that's what people do. That's because you know, that's that's as soon as, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just be real here, right? I mean, they come that's up, oh, it's been review too. bombed. And it's a big story. Oh, we'll make a video. No, you know, oh, hell, Jordan, you know, you know what's going to get review bombed? You know which game of the two is really is probably going to get review bombed? It's probably every Mario. game. Paper Mario. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> every game for After the rest of time. Yeah, Paper Mario is getting hit. Wow, it's a Switch exclusive. That's so bad. No, I don't think that's why. I can't have Paper Mario on my plate. We'll actually get into it because the treehouse uh, uh, definitely showed us quite a bit about that one. Arlo's um, summoning up the troops. Go, go over yes. to... <laughs> uh, let's, uh, Evan, we got a Discord question? Oh, uh, yeah, we got a couple. We'll go with, uh, <laughs> could we see Switch XL next year? Probably Switch not. XL? No. Yeah. I don't know about <laughs> Switch. A giant Switch. Are you mad enough? 
they're probably called i don't even think they're called twitch pro it'll probably called like new nintendo switchers no so we call switch pro xl switch you big daddy switch mom switch dad daddy big daddy switch come get some you know they should just they should bring back super and just call it the super switch or something 30 30 inch switch 30 inside. you got a 30 inch sub and a big switch let's go oh man yo uh, guess what I, oh before we move on guess what i found out what's that uh -oh. they have a 60 inch <laughs> oh god all right well is it actually a 60 inch or did they just like give you two 30s for like a reduced no, price I, no like i looked it up on their on their catering thing and they're like the 60 inch sub and i was like who in what? uber eats is gonna you fit that to in their car now. you have to buy it now dude. <laughs> I see yeah. them pulling up they're gonna bungee it to the roof <laughs> It's yeah. not on DoorDash like yet. Uber they got to put it on DoorDash. I mean, I could just run down out. there and buy it. You just, you just there. walk home with a 60-inch... 60 60-inch... <laughs> I did get a 30. I got, I got a 30-inch this week. I actually switched I have, it up. I got the ham. I have to see, I have to oh see you try to get that. Yeah, I want, I want like to see this entanglement like, with this 60-inch sub. Is it all one, it's all one bun? Like, it's all... Yeah, one, no, yeah, it's wow, one thing. Wow, that's impressive. That's I didn't impressive. know they had a, a bread bacon oven that big. Really. <laughs> they just have to I run it through around. on, like, a treadmill real quick. <laughs> keep it going, just keep it going. <laughs> that's impressive, Sean. All right, all right. You, you, need, to, you need to get on that 60-inch sub and take a picture of it. I will. Oh, I want to see. I want to see how they package it. Oh, if it's just one long box. Yeah, I want to see a three-part vlog about it. Come on. Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> picture Sean. I, I just picture Sean eating that sub. Like, remember, like Scooby Doo and Shaggy, how they would eat oh, subs. Yeah. I just picture, I just picture, just like, you know, just, just like that. You know. I mean, if you get it for like lunch, well, the thirty answer. If I get it for lunch, that's lunch, dinner. Really, it's like two lunches and two dinners. Eat Not breakfast. I don't eat breakfast. Oh, okay. I don't have an appetite in the morning. Yeah um but yeah so like i mean you get four meals out of it and it comes down to like what five bucks a meal it's delicious uh evan do we have another super or another uh discord question i'll go over the super chats next which one of us is carrying the bucket in crystal chronicles i thought, oh, max, yeah, I, thought max and I have to do that is that jordan's job max yeah. said he's gonna force me to carry the bucket dude that's gonna be really fun when that game comes out too that's gonna be a really fun online game to play. That's at the end of August, I think, right? So the real oh, question is, what system is everyone getting it on? Because we got to try out crossplay too. Smartphone, baby. Okay, You're so weird. OJ's on the smartphone. OJ's taking the yes. bullet. Look at that, McLaren. Sean, Sean's yeah. gonna probably grab it on the Switch. Yeah. Which I, I guess I can grab it on the PS4. I'll grab it on the Xbox. <laughs> Okay, so we're, we're, we'll just try a bunch of different systems. Who in chat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Someone in chat's like, the girl carried the bucket, obviously. I'm not even playing that stupid game. Get off You're not going to play Crystal Chronicles? No. I'd rather stub my toe. What? <laughs> I agree, Click. Crystal Chronicles, eh? Yeah, trash they, game. What? That's why I'm carrying the bucket. What? There's better games coming out this year. In Jelly August, Jelly Premonition 2. <laughs> Jelly Premonition Available exactly. now. Right? Uh, let's see the super chat, uh, super chats here. Wait, is it uh, coming out in August? I thought it was delayed again. No, I thought it was coming out at the end of August. It was delayed to the end of August, wasn't it? Hmm. I don't know about that. No. Uh, Puck says, thanks to all Spawncast. Love the content. Does anyone else think CD Projekt Red unveiled next-gen console release dates? Oh, because of, uh, because of, uh, what cyberpunk uh, i think that i think one might come out that week and then another and then the other system comes out the week before but we all pretty much figured it's in november for the systems new release date yeah. is august 27th for final fantasy okay i stand i stand corrected 
We, uh, I mean, there was that rumor for a while that uh, Xbox was going to try to, it started, was coming back up online again. Xbox going to try to launch sooner than November, but I, people are now try, we're trying to figure out if they'd even be able to get their consoles out this year because of COVID and everything. So I'm sticking with November for the systems to launch. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd be pleasantly surprised if one of them came out in October. That'd be nice. Um, uh, Joe says, who else is going to pre-order Scott Pilgrim tomorrow? I will. I'll, I'll go ahead and pre-order tomorrow. When did they actually it. announce it? Oh, yeah, right. It. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, Ubisoft. Do the right thing, Ubisoft. I'm going to pre-order my channel and not I have a, that event. That's what I'm I have a right. good, I know, right? I have a good sneaking suspicion we'll see Far Cry 6 tomorrow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Just a guess. Just, just Dance 2021. Yeah, don't stream that part. Just mute your stream I'm, for that. I'm pre-ordering on the way if it if it if it comes out. If it gets don't announced. Don't, hey, here? don't stream that event. People have been asking me. Don't stream. No, I, I, I Don't yeah. stream that event, no. guys. They had their chance, it. man. Like, yeah, yeah. If well, you can do it on Twitch. If they don't want, if they don't want, I wouldn't even know about Twitch now with the new the new DMCA. Yeah, like I wouldn't even worry about that either. I mean, unless you absolutely don't care about your Twitch yeah. channel whatsoever. Just mute the Just Dance part. No, it's not Just Dance. It's more than Just Dance. Yeah, it's more than Just Dance. Almost, yeah, yeah, almost every song yeah, they use behind that. every single trailer seems to be. <laughs> they, they're going to show the next Watch Dogs game. I guarantee that will that will get. Uh, oh man, I wish they would cancel that one already. It happened the one year, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is bad." And they were, and we figured they'd figure it out the next. Nope, same exact thing happened. Yeah. So I'm not even touching it. Last yep. year, I was like, "I'm just not going to touch Ubisoft's event." Nope. And that screwed think... us so bad, man, because it was like we missed the Nintendo. Direct. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's horrible. And the first time it happened, it, they had their event like two hours before Square's event. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that was the worst. You know, uh, with all like times, you know, with all these like strikes and everything, like with YouTube and then with uh now with Twitch, you know, like that's always been in their terms of service. The DMCA could happen, but no one really took care of it, and everything just got muted instead of like striked. You know, like we were talking about it earlier, like how is Ubisoft going to continue to have uh, Just Dance if? Like their game can't even be streamable anymore because the Just Dance community yeah. is really tight yeah, as far as like the streaming goes. They, like that keeps that game alive. They have to figure that out, honestly. DMCA needs to be updated, dude. Like there yep. needs to be like a new license. Like I mean, I could talk forever on this thing because it's like 1998. Yeah, you, yeah, you they, really they didn't account for the internet it? and all that. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah. What's, what's the over under on Ubisoft's channel getting DMCA struck down by itself? It might happen. It might. Yeah. Yeah, Ubisoft don't care. They'll be letting their employees they run might, wild they might out here. Themselves, man. They don't care. They're It'll just like, please buy our game. About yeah, they'd be, they be leaking uh, their own games all the time. Uh, yeah, That's true. They, they honestly, they, they don't, they obviously don't care because it happened two years ago and they didn't even like apologize or so uh, they don't care. Uh, Ethan R says, uh, I, "Oh, I swear we were gonna have AAA nights at Treehouse. <laughs> it would have been better than Bakugan." Okay, we'll get into that in a second. Quite uh, uh, says, "Will Sega ever announce their new Sonic game? We need Sonic Adventure three, not more mini consoles." Wait, no. Stop! Stop the slander! Stop yeah. the slander! Astro, Astro City, baby, pre-order confirmed. I'm all about that, man. boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> It, look, it, it actually does look pretty good, and they still have another 26 games to show. So. It, it looks pretty good. Virtual, that one. Virtual virtual game Gear, though, we can we can leave the Game Gear one behind, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. buying that shit. Yeah. All right. Um, James <laughs> James Walter says, "Thanks for everything you all do, and congrats MVG MVG for the Shantae gig. Take care of uh, my my girl, you legend." All right. 
I got it, man. I got it. Don't worry. Uh, Brett. Uh, Brett says, "Does anyone else remember Wii Sports Club?" Yes. Yep. Yeah. Wii U. I yep. remember it. Wasn't that Resort? No. no. There Resort was, was Wii, Wii Sports, then Wii Sports Resort, and then Wii Sports, Sports Club? Club was on the Wii U. Wii Sports Resort was on the Wii. It was like the Wii Motion. Now Club. there's Clubhouse Games. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, Clubhouse uh, Games was on the DS. Was, was well, now Club we have in? another one. Um, it was the same thing as Wii Sport. The Wii Sports. It was just like handled crappily like the way that they like did like tickets at first it was then they ended up putting it together but no it was it was pretty much the same thing just on the wii u uh and then ethan ethan r says frame rate makes deadly premonition 2 better (laughs) 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 and then uh stevie richard says oh my god it's sean long (laughs) reverse reverse psychology there yeah when's that intro coming back sean (laughs) I'm gonna well whenever Retromania drops. Oh be, yeah, you have to bring it back for that. Yeah, we're gonna uh, that video is gonna be ridiculous. Video, just bring it back. <laughs> you know what my brother said? My brother, my brother uh, texted me. He was like, he's like, I hate that R- RGT um, intro. And I was like, all right. And then like weeks later, like now at this point, he's like, when's RGT bringing back that intro? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> people hated it, and now that it's gone, yeah. you don't know what you got till it's gone is what. Yeah. People I'm, just, I'm looking at my phone like, should I even respond? Like you just said, like. <laughs> You're just, uh, you know, hating on the intro. Uh, Nick says Saber Interactive versus Panic Button, which is the better port studio and why. Also, Jimmy Hopkins will be the main character in GTA 6. Just saying. Panic Button. I would say overall, it, it's close, but I overall have, Panic Button. I, I think see, Crisis. I see crisis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if Crisis is good on the Switch, I think Saber then for right now. Because then I have to see Doom Eternal from Panic Button. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, that, what about right now, Sunday. today, today in this moment? Right this second, in the, I panic, would have to. Right? Uh, right now, I'd have to give the panic because they dealt with an MMORPG like Warframe. Uh, yeah, and Rocket yeah. League, right? That's a little more for the yeah, yeah but uh, they did, but but Saber did, Ghostbusters, and it's like man, but the MMORPG that that yeah. that I'm sure MMG could say that brings in a whole bunch of issues that could I mean, show up. So. Yeah, I think uh, with uh, Warframe, yeah. like that, people thought that was just going to be completely utterly garbage on there and i mean it's not as good as the pc of course and on other systems but it's still pretty good i played it quite a bit you know yeah. so but i'm te- but i mean if saber brings crisis to the switch and it's manageable and it like a, it's functional and it's not deadly premonition 2 like then uh i i don't know i they brought crisis no. to the switch I, what can still, I say? it's still a panic button because i mean i gotta, I gotta to, see doom eternal you have to look at what really saber also made nba playgrounds yeah, well, I mean, that NBA was Playground. actually their game with was, with The Witcher solid. and Crisis. They both have been co-developers of it. So with The Witcher, CD Projekt Red still landed assistance with Crytek or with Crisis. They had help from Crytek. So we have yet to really see them do their own thing. And when they have done their own games, they've been. If but isn't but Panic Button's working with uh, uh, not directly? They're just getting assets. For Doom software isn't helping them on Doom. They're not there working with them. CD Projekt Red was working with them on The Witcher 3 for Switch. Oh, I thought I thought there was an interview recently where they said that they were working with Panic Button to get it done. Well, they have to lend assets and all that stuff to them, but they're not in office working side by side. Well, yeah, they're definitely not in office now. Well, right? Yeah, right now it's right now it's Panic Button. I mean, you have to. I mean, Doom. You know, you know, you also have that. What about Feral Interactive? I think you got to put Feral Interactive in that conversation as well. Well, they have they, what? They have two, one. 
they did they, they did make the gamecube controller usable though on this grid alien alien isolation they are the one studio that got around the lack of an analog button on the on the switch for a driving game hey what about virtuos they did Final Fantasy games. Yeah, they did the last game. They did Outer Worlds, right? Yeah, they did Outer Worlds. They did. Moving on. Let's see. Damn. Hey, what's that? That patch is coming, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. They say it'll come out when the Deadly Premonition one comes out. When the Bloodstained Frame Rate patch comes. Yeah, still waiting on that shit. Hey, that was way forward. Ooh. Oh, wait a I wasn't gonna mention that, but I kept thinking Ooh. that. Back of my mind. No, I, I blame I, I blame the the actual team, like the Bloodstained team, for that because they were sitting there talking about like, oh, the Switch for they were showing off the Switch version and all that, and then goes to show us like, bro, y'all y'all aren't working on the Switch version as much as you guys said that you were. You know what I'm saying? Even before WayForward got involved, they were making it seem as if, oh yeah, the Switch version is gonna be a high priority. Nah, no, it never was. Don't you know? So, uh, so I blame uh, them. Not Saul, as much. Saul Garcia says, uh, keep up the great work, guys. Uh, Devin says, are we talking about Devolver Digital, uh, Digital Game Expo thing? Is this not what everyone should be doing right now? It was, how many games did they announce today? Six. I watched, I, I streamed the whole thing. They announced, it was more acting than it, it was, was actual games. It was definitely more yeah. of a show than the yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, Which was, that was their goal. It was a marketing yeah. kind of stunt. You know, it was yep. not a, look at all these cool games that we have. I mean, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was fun and all that. I don't know. They, they, they still put on a very entertaining show. Yeah. Um, without having, you know, like Halo or something, to sh- Halo Infinite or something to show, you know, like they, they have, they, they have a lot of fun with what, what they, uh, what they did there so it, it was good to watch i don't know it was fun yeah. and they released a free what was it what did they re- a free game on devolver devolver land thing? I, i'll check that out just to see yeah. it's, free. it's like yeah. all right, it's free on steam but once again it goes into like the really good marketing they're completely self-aware and they dropped like truth bombs throughout that whole presentation yeah, in terms of how people yeah about how people react to these presentations and these shows and these games and like they're it's like yeah they're making fun but at the same time they're serious and it was like I said, it was really, really good marketing on there. They, like, they took a shot at Konami. They were like, they went <laughs> super far into the future, and they were like, yeah, Konami just announced four Metal Gear Solid games and then canceled three of them on the same stream. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man! My uncle works at Nintendo. That one, that guy, yeah. when he came out. <laughs> when he said pick, they said Pikmin Battle Royale in uh, 2023, right? Pick, you know Pikmin what? Battle Royale. That sounds okay. pretty fun. Wish it was real. We'll remember that. <laughs> uh, let me uh, let's let's uh, we'll come back to the super chats and the streamlabs after we get through the Nintendo Treehouse presentation. So they had Paper Mario, Origami King, and then they closed out with the the Megaton. Sean, the the Megaton. Bakugan. What the hell was that? Man? Battle Brawlers. Bakugan. Okay, so this was really funny the build up because they were like, "Hey, we're gonna show this new game." from way forward right it's it's gonna be a game we're gonna showcase at the treehouse after paper mario and it was really funny because immediately people started bringing up everything right what was it uh metroid even though metroid, it's yeah. been pointed out mercury steam would probably do metroid but you know metroid uh Castlevania. that was one that that people were saying well i mean when you look at way forward you know contra 4 um uh alien uh what was the, what was the alien game oh, on the Contra. on the DS? Silent Hill Book of Memories. <laughs> Silent Hill Book of Memories. Like no, I mean obviously Way Forward is a very talented studio, so you would think it would be something like that. 
and then it, it was Bakugan. Which which the Bakugan game, like I was looking through WayForward's uh they've done a lot of licensed stuff before. So I mean it was yes. always a it was a possibility, but I didn't think that Nintendo would put that possibility in like and the the bar was low. All I need is like if it was like a cool 2D game, it didn't even need to be something crazy, you know. People just wanted some type of cool like DuckTales maybe style of game or something like that would have been completely fine. It didn't have to be anything graphically impressive or anything, but it was a licensed game, like licensed I mean, it kind of, uh, as soon as that happened and they started talking about having this way forward game and stuff, you know, because they know they're showing with Bakugan and they see those, like those replies on Twitter. They're like, oh. (laughs) Uh, And and the thing of it is, it's like, if that game would have been announced during a Nintendo Direct, or if it just came up out of nowhere and was announced, no one would have cared. It would have been like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, I, I don't care about Bakugan, but good for people. But when you hype it up like that and you're putting it next to what is literally the one game we know is coming for the Nintendo Switch this year, you have some sort of expectations that go along with that. And yeah, oh, God. Dude, the no. viewership dropped off a cliff. It was like... Yeah. With like 150,000 people watching up to that point, and then immediately like 100,000 people tuned out or something. It was crazy. And I, I don't even necessarily think the game looks bad. It's obviously something I won't play because I don't know shit about Bakugan. Bakugan fans will, will have fun with it. Yeah, yeah I, I was trying to figure out like who plays Bakugan. Who knows? Like it, it looks like it's a cool game for the fans, but I have no idea what the hell is going on. There was a moment when that yeah. when it happened and Bakugan showed up, and I was like, "Am I just really old right now?" And I don't know what's happening on screen and i yeah, looked I kinda, online and everyone was like what's this i was like oh good Whew, yeah i kind of cool. i kind of filled you in Bak- bakugan was a thing that was around maybe like 10 12 years ago and then it died out and then it recently the last couple of years had this big resurgence and like remake of the show and the game and itself and there's some other great people in the community who are like super into it, like billiam mm. um great content creator he's like super into bakugan no he was excited for it yeah, it's cool it's cool guy. Um, yeah. so there, there's there's definitely an audience for Bakugan, and to, for them to get like a full fledged like new game, cool. Um, I I thought the presentation wasn't so great, uh, but you know, it's just not. Okay, so Bakugan closing it out. Sure, okay. Let's move back to Paper Mario because while Bakugan was the RPG that was shown off at this event, we still should talk about Paper Mario a bit, okay? <laughs> uh, so we had Paper Mario: The Origami King. They showed what was that like twenty minutes of gameplay? Yeah, it went on about that long. It was it was a strange thing anyway because they were doing it over Zoom and there was an obvious I'm gonna say like three or four second delay. Uh, so there are times where they were just completely disjointed and talking over each other, but for the most part, working through Zoom and weird circumstances, I think they did all right with the presentation itself. But what did what did you guys think about Paper Mario when it when it was shown? Because I will say for me, uh, I'm a little I'm a little more down on the game than I was leading up to it. I'm probably not gonna pick it up. Oh, <laughs> gosh <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna start by i'm picking that up at ghost at the same time uh Here, here's the one thing i don't get about paper mario fans <laughs> there was really two games that followed a similar style and then all the other games didn't follow that style mm-hmm. so it's kind of like at some point in time you need to realize hey probably not going to be that way i thought you know and the thing of it is one of my favorite games was the wii one i thought that game was fucking phenomenal Super so paper mario yes yeah so everything i've been seeing is is cool with me like i i get why some people are disappointed with it mm-hmm. um because they wanted something specifically that it's not going to be but at some point in time 
you, you kind of got to move on. Like, I, I, I don't think it's ever going to go back to that for better or worse. But. You're right. You're right. And you bring up the good point. Is that the first two games of the Paper Mario franchise were these RPGs? And since then, Intelligent Systems and Nintendo has made a conscious decision to move away from that formula. But every time a new Paper Mario is announced, the fans continue to say, I want a thousand year door sequel. Okay, so but here's it's time to accept they're not going back to nope. that formula. And hold on, hold on. My issue with this game is I, I agree with you guys. I, I think that's cool, but my problem with the game is how much it minimizes the attacks. Yes, yes. And yeah. basically, you know, that lineup phase thing, if you get it right the first time, you're gonna win the encounter every freaking time. I mean, what would be really cool is if they actually added a like maybe another high difficulty level where you could actually have a little bit more control over that stuff i mean what they showed was fine but you know i'm not saying you should make it a real kind of complex rpg mechanic where you the combat system is really you know really deep but make something a little more than what they have you know because well, right now us, there's nothing that with mario and luigi and people didn't buy the games the paper mario games people wanted were the mario and luigi games and they did not buy them the uh so my 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 issue with it is they created this really cool i think pretty cool battle system because it's very, i i wouldn't have expected to do like little puzzles and stuff before it started but then everyone that did previews and even in the treehouse itself they were just avoiding battles because there's no reason to do them yeah, that's it i mean yeah it just seems like you can just avoid them you know when you need to they picked up so many coins just in the overworld itself when they're walking around i'm like what it and then you spend coins to increase the timer in the battle, but if you avoided the battle in the first place, you wouldn't have to spend your coins that you might use for accessories. So, like, I, that's my problem, is they created this really, I think, pretty interesting creative battle system, but, like, there, there's not a, a, lar a large pull for you to go through that battle system, especially in random encounters. Yeah, I just wish they made a, a, just a touch more, you know, they added just a little bit more to it than what they have. Oh, so I'm gonna, I'll say this, okay, everyone wants a thousand-year door. I want an original Paper Mario because the they did not release a better Paper Mario. You, you mean the Nintendo? Do you mean the Nintendo sixty four version? Yes, that is the best Paper Mario game. I'm going to say it right here, right now. On sixty four? Yes, that is the best one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here, right I now. That the is the best one. I will give it that. I will give it that. It, that is the best one. I think the one on the GameCube, well, Thousand Year Door, is still good. But I think I recently had played. The one on the 64 and I, I think that one is better no not sicker star what color splash no not color splash oh so y'all be hating we'll be getting cash <laughs> <laughs> but other than that i mean i think the game looks looks great it's a beautiful look i like the the world that, that it's in um everything looks really cool i just wish they had a little bit more with the, the battle mechanic yeah i mean the thing that really gets me is the world looks really good like it looks fun like to explore yep. from what we're seeing in these previews i still need to play the game which you know on friday i'll pick it up but like what they have everything else outside of just like this the rpg elements in paper mario have never been great anyway they're very basic you like level up and then you pick one of three things to put your points can, into and you can move I, along can, can i talk can i talk about that because everyone talks about rpg rpg it's never been that an amazing of an rpg it's very like, as somebody who plays a lot of big RPGs, you know what I'm saying? You Even do? when I was playing those games at the, yeah, I do. Um, I've never understood why people get so gung-ho about these RP, about the RPG in Paper Mario. It's never been that amazing of it. Now, I get fans love the experience, but it's never been hard. 
It's never mm -hmm. been like, oh my gosh, like, I, I need to really level up so I can do these really cool RPG. It's all been super basic. It's been more basic than Super Mario RPG at times. Yes. It's like because more the, basic than that game. A simple know? way of looking at those early Paper Mario games, especially like Paper, uh, Paper Mario 64 was, and this might sound harsh, it was child's first RPG. <gasps> oh, it, come on, let's what? Just, it was. No, I, I'll agree, but the writing was really, really good. And the, the overall... writing has been good in the in all these uh, Paper Mario games. Color Splash has fantastic writing. People can critique the gameplay all they want, but the writing in Color Splash is superb. There right. was definitely writing in it. I mean, isn't it going to be rated E for everyone? Well, most Mario games are yes. rated that, that yeah. low. I mean, like I said, like, I, I don't have a problem with RPG. Like, the RPG mechanics in the game were fine. I played those day one whenever the, back when they came out. Like, I thought they were cool, but I just never, you know, I was like, at, at the same time, it was coming out, like, around Xenosaga, and it was coming out around the time of, like, Skies of Arcadia and, like, other games. So, like, when I was playing, I was like, oh, these RPG mechanics aren't, you know, like, amazing. It was still cool, but it wasn't anything that I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I need to have this. And, like, Mario and Luigi, like, Nate was talking about that. Like, I played Mario and Luigi. That game is really, the Mario and Luigi games have really, like, like innovative type of mechanics kind of built into it. I always, like, kind of enjoyed what they did in those games. Um, a little bit more, but you know, like people can be upset if they want to be upset about it. Not get it. I'm gonna check it out. I've never been huge <laughs> on Paper Mario. I'll check it out. I think it, I think it looks like the world looks cool. You know, I like I, I like the pencils boss battle. That was good. See, I uh, like the the creativity is there though. That's what gets me. I want to yeah. see those pencils in Smash. Pencils for Smash. <laughs> pencils for Smash. It's what pencils, tape, and uh, yeah. Like what was the yeah. other? Boss? It's all like yeah, it's all like desk items and office items are the boss battles. But it's so like some of it's so clever, right? Because they take you instead of you being the one that's rotating and stuff. All of a sudden, you're running around the boss. Like it's they have a lot of creativity. They're just like they're this close to having like the Paper Mario game. But you know what the Paper Mario game is now? It's Bug Fables. Bug yeah. Yes, that is the Paper Mario game. And, yeah, if, and if you know what? You know what? I, okay, then this Paper Mario game coming out, if it is that good, should be able to, I'd say, get a higher rating than Bug Fables. Eh, kind of apples and oranges. I'm definitely going <laughs> no, no, to be playing. Bug Fables is Paper Mario. Like, I mean, well, there's, there's, other, there's other aspects to it, like, like for example, like, you know, like the open world like you're talking about. It's, it's in a, <laughs> Paper Mario's an adventure game now, so there's other things that it's doing you know that that it's doing it's not just doing like everyone's just focusing on the rpg rpg they're not they're obviously not doing that anymore they have Tell they haven't what. been doing it you know I just have to come see. come the 17th i definitely will be playing ghost of tsushima so mm. i i will say i'm leaning more towards ghost on friday as well at yeah. this point. so i mean i'll play both of them before the podcast but i'm like probably jumping into uh, i will ghost definitely first. play ghost yeah um, but uh, we'll see. Maybe there is something that's pulling you ahead with getting coins. But so far from the previews I've read, people are just avoiding the very creative battle system that's been set up, which is kind of a shame. Um, is everyone is there is everyone else picking up Paper Mario? Nate, are you picking up Paper Mario? Not at launch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can't wait for that sale. <laughs> so I'm not gonna get it. Hold on. Did you buy Deadly Premonition too? <laughs> yeah, but that's oh, that was my cheaper. God. It was cheaper. <laughs> it was fifty dollars. Yeah, ten dollars less. <laughs> you go to Walmart and Paper Mario is going to be fifty one dollars. Yeah, but so then you got to go to Walmart and Premonition and go to for thirty nine. Yeah, but you where did you get yeah. where did you get Deadly Premonition oh, from? Oh, look at that. Where'd you get Deadly Premonition from, though? Uh, BestBuy.com. Did you spend fifty dollars? No, I had a gift card. Oh, okay. You, wait, you could have saved that gift card for Paper Mario. <laughs> no. 
I want a deadly premonition. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you did want deadly premonition. You can't stop what the guy wants. Alright. Evan, we got a Discord question over there. Oh yeah. Let's go with take a guess on when we see the next Metal Gear and what type of game will it be? Twenty forty. It'll be a strategy RPG. I don't think you'll ever see another Metal Gear. Hot Pachinko, take. baby. Pachinko uh, Metal gosh. Gear. Yeah, pinball. Be, we'll see all kinds of Metal Gear Solid Pinball. Let's go. Ooh, now uh, you yeah. got me interested. Actually, no, you know dude, what? if it's a Metal Gear Solid Pinball, I'd be like, man, Konami might have something here. I'm dude, Metroid Prime Pinball's good. I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. You know what? I would I would give Konami a chance on that. Yeah. And there's also just, Pokemon Pinball, Jordan. You know about that? That's, well, that's I know great. about all the Pokemon Snake pinball. goes in for a tuck and roll, and then it just becomes... You know yeah. what? That is because they, there's no way they can mess up the lore with a pinball game. Oh, they'll find a that way. You think, <laughs> yeah, they'll find that you think. That you're aware of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of the yeah. game, some crazy tip. Yeah, I don't... The, a Metal Gear game would be hype for exactly five seconds before we realized that Konami would somehow be making this by themselves. I only want a Metal Gear to redo a classic or something. You got to remaster four. You got to put it on all the platforms. Remat I'm four. playing. I'm actually playing through four again right now for the first time in like a decade and yep. having so much fun. It's good, fun. right? Oh yeah. Yep. Well, I used to be a huge Metal Gear fan, anyways. They Metal Gear Solid Four is really good. It super, really super, is. Super, it's super good. The ending is amazing. I absolutely love the story. The wrap up. The ending was really good. And the only one I've ever beaten is Rising Revengeance. What solid play though? <laughs> that's the yeah. I don't know if that's a. That, is that a Metal Gear game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in name. In name. You didn't, the, you didn't play the first one at all, Jordan. Oh man. Who I look like? Someone has time for that. <sighs> it's not a long game. <laughs> okay, let's go, it, it really let's go. Uh, let's, let's go over to uh, David Hudson saying best best of luck with the rebranding, Jordan. Love the Pokemon oh. content, but excited to see what comes next from you. Thank you. I'll, I'll talk about it more next week because I'll have two episodes out by the next uh, spoilers. Podcast, it's, but it's Bakugan. It's oh. Bakugan content or a full <laughs> Bakugan. I'm kidding. Uh, but if you like 90s and early 2000s cartoons and TV shows, then you should like what cool. I have coming. Okay. Codename uh, Kids Next Door, right? Didn't uh, Bakugan have a, right away? Didn't Bakugan have a 2000s television show? It did. So it maybe did. when the launch of the game uh, comes out, I'll do a coincide. Like, hey, remember old Bakugan? <laughs> oh man. Uh, the the Waltman says. So if the Microsoft uh, WB Games buyout is true, would we get a Mortal Kombat versus Killer Instinct crossover? No. No. Because yes. it makes it'd be too much fun and make too much too fun. much fun and make too much. I'm fun. going which, against the grain. Which yes. mechanic would they put in it? Would they put in the ultra combos oh. type thing from Killer Instinct, or would they stick with the Mortal Kombat? I think it'd be better if they just took a Mortal Kombat character and put him in Killer Instinct as a guest character, and vice versa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. I wonder if that. I don't. We haven't heard anything else about WB Games. We heard that uh, Tencent took that one company from that Sony was looking at. Um. Mm, we'll I think that if, if Microsoft did get uh, Warner Brothers with NetherRealm, like they still don't have a developer for or who's the developer? They, they I know they had one for Killer Instinct, then they got bought up by like Amazon or something. The original developers of Killer Instinct, the reboot, and then I forgot yeah, who worked. It was on, uh, yeah. uh, double double Helix, was du it? Yeah, yeah, double Helix, and then I forgot who works on it now. Iron Galaxy. Yes, there you go. Iron Which Galaxy. Is so, so strange because they're jumping between. That's the biggest problem, though, is that I don't know if they have someone like it, on deck. That's like, oh, we got Killer Instinct on lock. You know, like, exactly. Exactly. We don't know who's gonna like who's actually gonna make Killer Instinct. You know, like so that, that's why I think they haven't really talked about it. I don't. I don't know if Killer Instinct's coming back anytime soon. I think they might just, you know, make the game on the Xbox One. Just put it on the, put it on the Xbox Series X or something. I don't know. Uh, Doughboy says, I hope you can get Arlo next week for Paper Mario. 
I'm gonna give Arlo a chance to play through it, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll get Arlo on at some point for that. How would uh, that work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he'll come on. He'll talk about Paper Mario. Let us know. I I'll be curious to see his opinion on that one. Uh, uh, says Catherine full body on switch is a great port looks good runs great comes on 16 gigabyte cartridge hopefully more switch support from Atlas cough persona cough Uh, I'm actually I'm getting uh, Atlas is actually sending me a physical copy are we supposed to be saying that out loud Sean yet are we go? Oh, we're allowed the game's to out. I don't and know if yeah. there's embargo for that. Okay, yeah. So apparently they're yeah, just, the game's out. <laughs> but no, I see why John's saying that because they were being nuts with like some of the restrictions and all that, like streaming. Like they're being crazy about it. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, they, yeah. They were, they they were send me, all they did was send me an email. They were like, "Would you like to check out Catherine? We'll send you a, a physical copy." I was like, "Sure. Here's yeah, my yeah. address. Thank you." Yeah, they sent me the same email. So I yeah, don't... I mean, I got that, but they gave me a digital copy too. But they're like, "Hey, you can't talk about this, this, this. You can't go past." Yeah, the they, they asked if I wanted I like, a digital copy for like streaming and shit, and I was like, "Nah." Uh, don't worry about it. Just send me a physical. So I, I you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, Fish fan says RGT quarantine meat of the week. Also, how many uh, of the 30 inch subs did you get this week? Love watching you. Yeah, did you start? Uh, thanks to the great I, d- I did get a 30 incher. I got a, I got a ham 30 incher. I wanted to try their ham. It was, it was very good, actually. What are um, your inches? How many inches have you eaten consecutively of these sandwiches? Well, it was a 30 incher. Um, well, in general, like you're supposed to add them all up together. Two inches. Oh, what? How many feet we at? Yeah, I, I've had how many inches are we at? Three or four. Okay, and then you're going to go for a 60. So you're going to go a double and one. That's going to be a big one. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a lot. I don't know. I don't know how, like, how long will that last. How long will that last? Like it's gotta, it's gotta last me a couple days in the fridge. I don't know. It should be. Well, yeah, right. you can eat it in two days. You know, I put like tin dinner, foil. Dinner. Yeah, you can put it in the oven, reheat a little bit. You're good to go. <laughs> oh no, they're they're cold. It's cold cuts, man. Cold yeah, cuts, but you man. can have a little a little heat in there. Why not? A little. Tight. I also got some Chinese this week too. Ooh. <laughs> like what? Uh, <laughs> chicken, chicken and broccoli and uh, boneless spare ribs. Was it good? Oh Ooh. gosh. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, the chicken was a little skinny. I might order from a different. It was like little, like it, like the sizes were okay, but like it wasn't very thick chicken. Yeah, you, you can't. Sure. What's you a good thickness of chicken? A good thickness yeah. of chicken. What width and diameter is your chicken? I mean, this was like yeah. this, which I think is too small. I would like oh, to see it like this. Yeah, like like something a bit, you know, when you when you bite it, you know, there's a good there's a good little. <laughs> thing to I don't know what the fuck you call it. <laughs> is that how you good bite? Like, is like, good the gears? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's, uh, let's go over here to Streamlabs uh, real quick. It says Wishbone says if Test Drive Unlimited is coming back, do you think Test Drive Off Road Series will make a return? Sure. That could just be part of it. Like they, yeah. honestly, they they might just throw everything together. I think I don't think they're looking to make multiple Test Drive games right now. Just trying to get one out and done. Test Drive Unlimited three. Uh, Cedric says, uh, I, I love a good spicy, crispy chicken sandwich on the side of onion rings and a large Sprite Ooh. on a warm, sunny day. Don't forget the zesty salsa to dip, dip them rings. <laughs> uh, uh, Hyde says, shout out all the Spawncast backtracking some games I didn't get to that have sequels coming out next gen to get caught up. Uh, oh, Cedric says, Hop may not be the best rival in the Pokemon franchise. But he sure is optimistic throughout all the poop slung on him in the game. Hop, Hop isn't the best boy, but he sure is a chummy pal. What do you think about that, uh, Nate? 
Hop sucks. <laughs> Definitive. <laughs> Solid. Can Hop get some love for once? No. Every bad. time I try to go back to the game, he's there. He just like, I walk into the store to buy a potion. He's outside, so I'm like, hey, rival, want to fight me again after kicking my ass two dozen times in the last 25 minutes? The I'm funniest like, thing no, is, Hop, I don't. The funniest thing about Hop is you always beat him because he's not that good. But somehow he's right there in the tournaments with you, always winning every gym. And I'm like... How are you winning this good, but you cannot battle at all? <laughs> you always win. Maybe they just let him through because they feel bad for him. Yeah, they're like, the oh, best part of the game. you know who, we got to let him in. Yeah, yeah, the best part of the game was when, um, what's the other, the other jackass trainer? What's the that person's name? Jackass. BD. Or is it BD? Yeah, you leave, you're leaving one of the cities. He's like, I love is like boasting. He's like, I can kick your ass. He's like, really? Let's go right now. He's like, just because your brother's champion doesn't mean he's like, you're still a bitch. And then they just walk off. And then he shows up, like, yeah, I just beat the shit out of your friend. I'm like, okay. Be hey, kept it real the whole time. Like, <laughs> beat the shit out of your friend. He's not my friend. What are you talking about? I'm, like, I'm just going to go to the next town because I don't really care what happened to Hop. <laughs> uh, uh, Cassie Ooh. says, cheers for Shantae on Switch MVG. That news legit made my week, brought a big smile to my face. Thank you very much. Uh, Mac Mega says, uh, what are the chances MVG can help bring Metal Gear Solid from the Game Boy Color to modern consoles? Please, Jesus Christ, make that happen. 20 bucks. You need to get, I think you need to get a lot of people for that to happen. Well, I mean, let's be real though. Uh, uh, that was a limited run games announcement. It was the Castlevania collection getting a physical release. So obviously, limited run is working with mm. Kanabi. There were some, you know, what's weird is there were some big announcements they had to pull at the last minute. Yeah. Mm. Maybe Sean, I mean, Sean, you're, uh, you're pretty close with the guys there. Why don't you uh, reach oh, out? Oh, I mean, I, I'm sure they're well aware. Because I'm sure they are too. Because that's they're smart dudes, right? And they're doing Game Boy Color. Where's Shanta my fans? Oh, you know, that would be interesting. I did not get to play that Metal Gear Solid on the Game Boy Color. Oh, you didn't, it. dude. It's so good. It's, I think it's, it's, a, hard it's to a great find. game. It's it's pretty it's pretty pricey. Not as pricey as Shantae, but it, it's definitely shot up in price over the years. When's my physical pans are coming? I don't know. I'm waiting on mine too. I got the stupid collector. Me, me, me too. Me uh, too. Mac Golden says, "Hey Jordan, you should play Skater XL." <laughs> oh my god, that's just your alt account, right? No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. All right. Maybe I'll stream it on Twitch. There you go. See. All right. Uh, and then Salve says, uh, "Okay, hear me out. Ubisoft develops an Assassin's Creed style game set in Hyrule where you control Sheik, aka Zelda." No, I'd pass. <laughs> That's wow! Terrible. Love the optimism on this podcast. <laughs> I would, I would take a look at it. I mean, it depends on like, like what, what. She sounds way more interesting it, to play as. Is is it a is it a straight up like action game or is it because like that's how like it would have to be something like that because Sheik's you know is it like a stealth game because like, also will there be a well. digital deluxe version that comes with the experience booster? These are yeah. serious questions, right? Probably, probably. <sighs> I want They Nintendo actually talked about that a, a number of years ago about potentially there being like a, mm. a game starring Sheik. Hmm. Sheik's my favorite Nintendo character, so. I mean, we also yeah, saw done. concept art for one that got canceled. But... Yes, I remember that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you saw a leak of Sheik? That's <laughs> a Sheik leak. Yes. <laughs> then uh, Brian says Atlas should port Shin Megami Tensei 3 and 4 to Switch before P5. Oh, should they? 
Atlas asking Atlas to port things quickly. <laughs> that's funny. That, that's great. Uh, Anthony says, thanks all for inspiring me to upload. I'm a month in and love the grind. Double thanks to OJ, who put my YouTube comment on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. He gave me a 20 view boost and I went up a sub. Thank you. Oh, no problem, man. I'm glad that you're getting inspiration to create content. It's not easy. You know, like starting out because like you see so many people doing stuff, right? And it's like, man, they have all this, that, and that. So starting out in today's day, it's like it's really difficult and it can be scary. So I'm um, like, congrats on that, man. Just keep, hey, keep trying. Everyone, people... take a shot. Take a shot at YouTube. Everyone should Here's try. Here's a tip: uh, don't open Pokemon cards. <laughs> I like I your already Pokemon did. Now card. What, what happens now? I did just it. Don't, just don't put it on camera and make your whole channel based. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> what, you, what, Jordan? What are you talking about? I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. I've talked. You know what? Just you do know what? You I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a fifth channel. It's gonna be a Pokemon card channel, Jordan. Just because he said that. Watch a fifth channel, eh? And I'm gonna call it <laughs> "Old Man Attempts to Pronounce New Pokemon Names" as he opens up. Well, channel. of course that will go viral because <laughs> you'll be like, "What? What's a? What is that? Uh, Zachiev? What's an Eviv? Oh, there's two E's. An Eviv. <laughs> what's an Eviv? <laughs> it evolves uh, into a. Um, ambiance. Yeah, yeah. those, those names. That's the biggest problem with Pokemon is the Umbrella. names. Right? <laughs> 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 you probably can't pronounce nothing. Uh, uh, and then uh, Dylan says uh, also Persona 4 Golden with 500k sold on PC. Turns out it actually sold on PC. Wow, who'd, who'd have thought? Who would have thought? Wow, I love that the, com the comments. It games around and wow, it's almost like if it was also went over to the Switch. That I don't know. I might sell some. I, I love the comments though on on some of the the sites. Some of the some of the some of the comments are great. I don't I don't know if five hundred thousand units is good or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like what a thirteen year old game. That's definitely not good. Yeah. Definitely not good. <laughs> oh man uh let's uh let's go over to the xbox july showcase because there is uh they finally made the announcement and what's hilarious is the playstation 5 box art got tweeted out by sony and that got more likes and retweets on twitter than the entire xbox july showcase uh but we do have it it's it's they announced it a little earlier than i thought they would but it is it's it's happening july 23rd now you may remember that i said it was going to happen on july 23rd during one of the podcasts and that was definitely a guess uh, There's just no inside knowledge there. It's all guesswork, right, Nate? Sure. Yes, all guesswork. Okay, good. Uh, so July 23rd, we can look forward to it. As far as we know, the big thing now is that there will be Halo Infinite campaign gameplay there. Uh, people are a little uneasy, or not happy, I guess, about there not being multiplayer, but I don't really know how you would show off multiplayer in that setting rather than just show off campaign first. Like, when you want to see campaign before multiplayer just to make no. sure everything looks good? Yes. I'm pretty right. sure that Halo's yes. multiplayer is going to be like Halo's multiplayer or else there'd be a huge backlash. I want to see I'm campaign. Sure, yeah, I want to see campaign. Campaign is really important. As long as it's saying, hey, Master Chief is who you play as the whole game. And that's what the story is yeah. based on. That's fine with me. I want to see scripted sequences. I want to see cool graphics. I want to see who you're going to be playing as and yes. what type of story we're going to be thrown into. I want to see all that stuff. They have to create the setting before we get to like, like the multiplayer is going to be based on the campaign, obviously. So like yep. we have to know where we don't even know where we are in Halo, uh, Halo Infinite right now. Like what's going on necessarily. Well, we have a, somewhat of an idea. Probably. Like some, like, some of the enemies are from Halo Wars 2, which we know that. Yeah. So with the, ban the banish but like there's like we need to know about uh different characters on either side i guess whether allies to master chief and all this because they will probably work their way into multiplayer as well um so i i think you got to show off where we are in the in the story who's going to be participating in all this then we 
go to multiplayer. Multiplayer can be its own stream. Like it can be its own direct instead of Xbox, whatever. Yeah, like they gotta get they gotta they gotta show off the the game in its best. You, like, you know what would be cool for multiplayer mm-hmm. if they actually got like you know popular YouTubers like Spawn Wave and other people to show off the multiplayer like beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that that would be really cool. I would do it. I would do it. Microsoft. Well, I thought Ninja had that uh, all uh, taken care of. <laughs> that was contract, right? Like, what's happening? Until, uh, until, wait, did, did he have it all taken care of until well, I thought I saw, it, I thought I Facebook it. Gaming got into an entanglement? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I really thought that one of his things was going to be he's going to do Halo Infinite. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, because he used to play Halo a lot, and now it's like there's no more mixer. So I guess he'll be playing it on YouTube or Twitch or wherever he goes. Brian, uh, at this point, I think Ninja just wants to say like, "Man, I'm done. I'm just gonna go chill." <laughs> Retire. He has yeah, enough money. I, yeah. I, that's what I was. I'm like, just stream whatever the hell you. Don't take it. Just money doesn't the hell you want. But Sean, there's more bags to secure. Yeah, I would stream like one or two days a week. Just stream with popular yeah, people and just chill. Get that landscape money. <laughs> he's already got a lot Man, but then again i'm not him so he can do whatever he wants <clears throat> mm, uh so the xbox showcase july 23rd i assume we're gonna see some other first party studios there uh I, apparently the initiative won't be there is what the word is now they which is not. kind of a shame because I, I wanted to see what they were working on because apparently it's perfect dark we'll uh, see it this year it just won't be in july uh, okay, so they're, they're going to hold that off for. Uh... I, I don't even think it's perfect dark. Oh, it's it's a perfect dark ish style of game, but I, I don't think it's perfect dark. Mm. You think? Well, you think and I say that because and uh, Nate and Jeff Grubb and Rand on Nate's show last week talked about this. Perfect Dark is a 15-year-old game that no one even remembers. Whoa, whoa, Perfect wait, Dark, I remember it. Perfect Dark Zero was not a very good game. I said that and everyone wanted to crucify me. I, I agreed with you and I agree with you now. I, I just yeah. don't think it's it's a perfect... I Perfect Dark. I, I think I, it's a, it's a, similar, it's a similar game. Um, it may have Joanna Dark in this new game, mm-hmm. but um, I think this is well, going to be a new take on... on something different. Like, yeah, like, that's, that's the caveat here is is it going to be called Perfect Dark or is it going to be the same character, same universe, you know, same concept, and it's just not going to be branded with that IP oh, name? Joanna Dark. It'd be Joanna. It can be anything else. But I mean, I guess for the sake of discussion, it's still going to be known as Perfect Dark. Yeah, and that's probably what's going to be known as. I would call it like Perfect Dark, what, three or whatever? Which, yeah. Yeah. Just I call mean, it Perfect Dark. Different. Just Perfect Dark. Like mm. a reboot, like Tomb Raider, uh, like God of War. Yeah, like, yeah, God of War. Just, just, just do that. So we're, we're mostly talking about the title, trying to figure out the title. Like we have an idea that it would probably be Joanna Dark as like the the main character. We're it trying to figure out what's that. It could be her father. He was supposed to be a legend. Nah, I'm trying to play as her father. I'm not trying to play as that dude. I want to play as Joanna Dark. I do kind of want to play as iconic Joanna Dark Ooh, from the N64. Look at that. Not, not a terrible game like, like the 361. Oh. I forgot to show you my new, my new edition. Okay, you got an axe? It's not just axe. any axe. Does it come back to you if you throw it? Does, it? does it come back to you if you throw it? <laughs> Which is really weird, by I don't the way. know. We'll find, we'll find out. When. All right, let's try it. Do it right now. Throw it. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I'll throw it at you when I meet you. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Come on, Nate. Don't tell me you haven't thought about doing that. 
I, 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 I never thought about throwing an axe at uh, French. All I've ever done wrong on the internet was open Pokemon cards. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> so, the, the idea here, the idea here is that they're going to save some of their bigger games going forward. Like they're not going to have every single thing at this event, right? <laughs> so, do you think if that's the case, do you think they they have Fable as their closeout, or you think that yeah. closeout? No, I think I think. I think uh, Halo opens and Fable closes. I like the idea of Halo opening, to be honest, especially if it opens and then it comes in and it says everything you're about to see is in like actual gameplay, like it's being played. And then yeah. it's, just, it's just Halo. And it's like, well, okay, that's a good way to start things. Um, and then they hit us with, well, okay, here's the, here's the thing I'm wondering with this. If Halo is supposed to be coming out alongside of the Series X, can they tell us the release date for Halo? without telling oh. us that they can't tell us the release date for Halo then if they don't have the Series X ready to go. They don't, have to. Too. They don't have to. All they have to do say is launching later this year. That's oh, enough. Okay. They don't need to slap on a specific date. Okay. So then they we have alluded to that it's Thanksgiving around that time. So I think I think it's gonna be second or third week in November. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, a very astute guess. Yes. Mm. So uh no pricing. We probably won't even see the console to be honest. No, there's no reason to. I've already seen it, yeah. Yeah. But I want to see it again. Unless they have a special edition one for Halo. Yeah, they can wait until they actually give a release date and price. We hear Lockhart won't be till August, so we won't see that here either. It is going to be games, right? Third-party games too, though, apparently. Mm -hmm. I wondered if they would get uh, another studio, like another Japanese studio, to showcase something here. Uh, They might. might. Okay, yeah. Uh, Little little AAA Knights. No, <laughs> they want good games at this showcase. Whoa, whoa, Knights is a masterpiece. Yeah, and I've actually, premonition too there. Look, side note so, my PlayStation 3 that I'm playing Metal Gear Solid 4 on, I actually bought it um, from Gilly the Kid because um, it's not my original PS3. I bought it many years ago off of him because it was a fully backwards compatible. And I decided to look at what games were on it when I booted up to play Metal Gear Solid 4. And there's one game on there, and it was Knights. And I was like, so I went back down the Knights rabbit hole and then I bought a bunch of Knights collectibles off mm. of eBay. <laughs> so uh, one one, one game to another. One game that I want to ask you guys, do you think we'll see Ninja Theory and more of Hellblade 2? This is a good question. Because I struggle with this one a little yes. bit. Yes, yes, yes. You think we will? We Nate, have to. Nate does. Yes. Okay. Because that's not coming out for a little while, right? Like that that's like a late 2021 game, maybe. But it's still a prime game to you know you can showcase the technical yeah, I guess and the SSD of the xbox series x all the advantages that this hardware can bring that's mm-hmm. a good showcase example i agree with everything you said but the only part that i struggle with is the fact that they came out recently and said they're basically going to retarget the game to unreal engine 5 so True. what are they what are they going to be showing us are they going to show us an unreal engine 4 version of the game or are they going to show us Unreal Engine 5, which clearly they haven't even begun that work yet. So what are they going to show us? And that's the part that I, I struggle with, I guess. They could show us a cut that they already had using the Unreal Engine 4, how far they've got. I mean, they can just cut a they can cut a trailer with some in-game segments similar to what we saw with Horizon 2. And then when they do fully transition it to Unreal Engine 5, you know, expecting it to be next year because Hellblade 2 probably isn't coming out until 2022, when we do see it using Unreal Engine 5, we can see those visual upgrades and how much it's utilizing the new engine. And that can play in Microsoft's benefit. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, look at this upgrade so, of what we started and what we ended at. 
Oh, Ranger, there we go. So let me let me ask there you, well, how about this? We, we keep hearing that Sony's going to do Silent Hill with Konami. No, they're like, not. Potentially not. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we kept hearing about that online, right? And the idea there was that they were getting a, a third-party IP and bringing it in exclusively. You think Microsoft will do something like that at this event? Like go out, get a third-party IP, and bring it in exclusively to Xbox uh, and PC? License a third-party? Yeah. And I, I think it'd be cool if they did it with a Japanese developer. Because they keep talking about it. Or do, are you sure we want that? I mean, they did it with Fantasy Star Online too, and it's pretty cool. That's like. But they also did it with Lost Odyssey, and they did it with Blue Dragon, and now those games are stuck in I, that hey, ecosystem Odyssey, of hell. Lost Odyssey is backwards compatible, though. That's true. You're right about that. But and now, it's like, but but now we. I don't know if there's any possible chance of us ever getting more Lost Odyssey or mm. Blue Dragon. But like they even it, it did so bad they actually went outside of what they normally do with Blue Dragon and put that on the DS. Mm. And yeah, even like you in white uh, but it would also come out on PC now. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Cool. Both um, it's only because Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft is going to have to write a huge check to a third-party developer to get that type of access, only because they don't really have that strong of a relation to you know the Japanese companies. And Sony is still Sony's coming off a very strong performance with the PS4, where they have worldwide appeal. And Microsoft has to do a lot of convincing to go to a company like we'll use Konami as the example of saying we want a license Castlevania from you. How do we make that happen? And they're going to sit there and say we want a big fat check. You think a timed exclusive would be better than like a year long exclusivity deal? Yeah, I think the money would be better spent through a timed exclusive if you have to or you make a deal for Game Pass. Say we want your game on Game Pass day one. You're going to get a lot of downloads. We're going to have a base on our system. If you have a multiplayer component, they're going to be there. Your game's going to have microtransactions. You're going to make money on our platform. What better? You know, what better can we do for you? I mean, there's there's a lot of companies they go to. Capcom, Sega. Like, I, yeah, I don't I don't see the benefit of doing like a time like because they did that so much on the Xbox 360. And like, was it? I mean, how much did it benefit them? I mean, they did that a lot with games that you wouldn't even think of. Eternal yeah. Sonata, like what the hell? You I, know I what I'm saying? Like Star Ocean Four, like they did that with so many they games. Had, and they had, they had Tales of Vesperia. Yeah, Tales of Vesperia. Like, but I think I think a lot of it helped the 360 early on at the gate. The problem is they didn't have studios to build first party IPs as they got towards the end of the 360 era, and they moved in the Xbox One. So if they used some time exclusives just to get people on board, and then they had some of their newer newly acquired studios kind of carry them the rest of the way just to get just to kind of fill out that early library that i mean that would be a bad strategy and hey if it's not exclusive then it will leave that xbox ecosystem eventually that's kind of where i think they're better off leaning into game pass because they want you to subscribe into that ecosystem hmm. and that's a way to do it it doesn't need to be timed exclusive if you could still get that idea of i can get three months of game pass or i can get the year for this price i don't have to buy that game even if you have pc if the game's going to be on the Game Pass service there, that's okay too. That benefits Microsoft even there. So it's kind of like I don't even have to buy their hardware to potentially get the benefits of having this game. And yeah, I mean, it's going to go to PC, right? Like, so like Evan is like, we're talking about Series X. Evan's like, oh, I'll just buy it on PC. And it's like Microsoft doesn't care because they they they're getting the money either way. So yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Like I'm I, I'm curious if Evan looked at Horizon Zero Dawn at all on PC when that when that went up. Are you looking at that? Uh, looking at it, but I, I'm probably eh. okay. Okay. Um, I think it's gonna be. How long do you think the event's gonna be? We can finish up with that. One hour, forty-five minutes. 
Okay, okay. I, I'm thinking at least an hour as well. Uh, and then there'll probably be that thing where they do like an after show where they talk with developers, maybe? Yeah, they'll uh, have Major Nelson on after the show or something. And, and let me ask this. All right, ready? Here we go. Will there be a Banjo-Kazooie game there? No. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm going like, to they're, they're gonna... go say, I'm going to say yes. What about wow. Everwild? Will we see Bring more of Everwild at the I show? I want to see Everwild. Yes. Yeah, I think Everwild. Yeah, would be I, I, I would. I would say so too. Ever, and maybe like the next Sea of Thieves thing. Maybe like like expansion or some something extra to Sea of Thieves. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I could see Everwild. Though. Sea of Thieves getting an Xbox Series X version at least announced or it, intentions of making a port. But it's really yeah, tough to what Microsoft will have here because their first party studios are so like so scattered. They have a lot of new studios. Like Obsidian would have their new RPG at this event. I really I really wanted to push for Banjo, but I thought about it. I have no idea who would make Banjo Kazooie for Microsoft. So I Yeah, that's kind of the issue. That's, I have no idea who would make it unless they went and got a third party to make it for. I don't know. I don't Nintendo. know. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo's yeah. making Banjo Kazooie for us. Nintendo EAD. <laughs> Mario team. Oh man. That would have been a fun. That would have been very funny to see them crack a deal with Nintendo and make it happen. But yeah, it's not. So Phil's confident about this show. He he's confident, and I know you know he has to say those things before before the event. But what do you guys think? I mean, because I I feel like there is one announcement that none of us know about. There's no rumors about that they're going to drop and it's i'm not saying it's going to blow people's minds but it's going to be definitely something out of left field i think i think they got a fantasy star 2 online or online 2 announcement like where no everyone just goes into it no one says it and it's just like oh i think it's what we touched on in our video mvg with grub and rand i think it's the xbox live gold drop mm. i think it's them removing the, the need for xbox live gold that That's would a huge that would, announcement. Really? You think Wait a minute. Free, so free online play? Multiplayer would no longer be tied to Xbox Live Gold. That I would be. That. I, I don't know if they make so much money, but that would be massive. If they did that, that would be ridiculous. That would be no. Seriously, I. <laughs> that would be so big. People would. What's the point? Like you can play all your multiplayer games for free on. Dude, that would be. You think they would release that service when people are already paying for it? Yeah, I don't know. Because just gonna, tie, what if they tied it all in one of just Game Pass? They're going to shift to Game Pass. Yeah. They want yeah. the money through Game Pass, and if you if they're making more money through that, what's more pro consumer than making online free again? So they would go from they would go from walling off free to play games now to just making it all free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a move nobody can counter. I mean, yeah. what's Nintendo going to walk back their twenty dollars a year and be like, they really should. don't want to charge you now either. It's a smart play for sure. I mean, I'd, I'd be cool with it, but I'm like, I don't know. It seems weird because they're going in the direction of subscription services to then just mm-hmm. get rid of one of their 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 most successful subscription service when they're trying to continue buying studios and make Microsoft and Xbox continue to be I relevant. Mean, yeah, you'd be surprised. They literally spent millions of dollars to invest uh, in a streaming service and then. That was that was that was a waste of money because they could have made three Banjo Kazooie games with the amount of money they paid Ninja. But uh, <laughs> you're still but, mad about that, huh? I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think what they're I think the the big game reveal is they're gonna do Digimon to counter Bakugan. Oh god! The thing is, Digimon's already repopular right Digimon's now. You know what? Big surprise! Out. I think it's gonna be there. What? Gameplay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about Super Lucky's Tale 2? Oh, 
Actually, I wasn't kidding. Actually, maybe. Do we see Battletoads? Oh my! I hope not. I really hope. No, they're gonna show Battletoads, and it's actually gonna look good. That that's the that it's actually gonna look somewhat decent. That, that they agree with OJ. It will look decent. That game it looked better than what we saw. Yes. Now, did you just read that as descent in quality or uh, decent in quality? What? What? How did you, which way did you read that? Uh, I'm reading it I'm as saying, like better than shitty. Battletoads is an overrated <laughs> franchise. What? I don't. Yeah, Battletoads is an overrated, overrated franchise. Battletoads is an overrated franchise. I mean, if you said that like 20 years ago, that. maybe there might be some. But it's like it, the franchise isn't Battletoads isn't anything in general. I'm talking about the old games, though. I don't think the old games are all that great. Mm. They're not bad. Battletoads Double Dragon? Bad, but... Huh? That game's good. Battletoads Double Dragon? Yeah, the game's good. The games are good. What? Really? Yeah. You just play Battletoads in the arcade? That's mm -hmm. good, too. Let's, good uh, let's go Shame over... you, Sean. Shame on you. I, 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 I'm excited for the event, July 23rd. I think it's going to be a good time. I think almost everyone's going to be streaming it. And uh, here's hoping Microsoft shows up with some good stuff. Um, oh, Halo Infinite gameplay, please. Okay, they they bring that. I'm fine. So. Microsoft is going to have a good show. Nate seems confident in this. Didn't we say that I, last time though? They're going to have a good show. <laughs> we did. Yes, <laughs> we got the snake oil salesman. Uh, you know what? How the sales with hey, sniper hey, doing? He 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 shows up with a good show, Sean. You're, yeah, but he still hates, he hates. He hates the fact that you have to buy a PS5 to play PS5 games. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me. I think Phil Spencer tries to be, and this is probably going to catch me some heat. I think he tries to be too pro-consumer with some of the shit that he says. Like, I get it. You definitely want to appeal to the customers, but you're also a business at the end of the day. And basically saying, I hate the fact that there's console exclusives available on consoles on day one. It's like, Why? Why, don't you want people to buy your console? Isn't yeah. there a good reason to have incentive to buy the console? What is one of those incentives? The games that you can only play on that console. But he does. But that's the thing with Microsoft's new direction is that they he doesn't necessarily need you to buy the console. He wants you just to be in the Game Pass ecosystem and play their games on PC, play them on Xbox, play them wherever they are. Your and phone, he's man. fine with that. They still get your money. If you expand beyond your one box, you can yes. now cater to everybody. You're no longer limited to that 60 million base. Now you have 500 million. I think the biggest problem is that consoles in the grand scheme of things in terms of devices are, I mean, like Sony said it, niche, right? They spent how many years selling 100 million whereas cell phones sell like way more in one year. So they're, I think that's the biggest issue is getting people to buy your system and then buy the games on there with such the competition, right? Because Sony literally had the generation to themselves. So they couldn't beat out what the DS did. They couldn't beat out, you know, what um, the PS2, PS, or, PS2 yeah. did. And yet there was, I want to say no competition, but man, it was pretty damn low. And they didn't outsell those systems. So I think that's the biggest issue that Phil Spencer is like, are we ever going to be able to sell enough to where it would be like, where we're going to make a significant amount of money. Whereas if they do it this way, they don't have to worry, especially to their investors, like to, you know, to the CEO, like they don't have to worry about like, Hey, we sold this much and it's on here. Like they can say, well, look, man, people are buying Minecraft on the switch. Minecraft sold over millions on the switch. We're getting hella money from that. We're getting money from, from this over here, from PC, we're getting money. So it's not, it doesn't look as bad because Microsoft can't sell a hundred million systems. They just, they can't, they can get close. But the only reason why they got close is because the Xbox is just 
blowing up on people. You know what I'm saying? So like they, they can't get close to, to even selling a hundred million. They've never done it, you know? And that's hard as hell. Like Sony, it's not easy for Sony to, Nintendo's done it once, you know, with the Wii. And you can say whatever you want about that. They've done, well, if you include the portables, they've sold it more, but it's just tough for a home console, right? It's not easy to do it. So I think that's where Microsoft's coming from. Like, but I get what you're saying, Sean, but it's, it's not easy, man. So yeah. you know, I don't know if it's necessarily gonna work. Click, you're, you're more of a PC gamer than an Xbox yeah. gamer, right? So are you going into this yeah. event mostly looking at it like, okay, what games do I got to get on PC then? Oh, oh, well, yeah, I mean, essentially. Yeah. I mean, okay. there's just like, like, I like the I like the look of the console and everything, but I'm just like, okay, well, what can I get with what I already have? That's why I figure Evan, Evan will probably look at the event like, okay, that's that why I bought my one terabyte solid state. Good. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that could be good when it shows up on the Windows Store or Steam or any of this. I mean, they have Game Pass for PC now, so there yep. you go. Just yeah, but then I got to use go. the Windows Store. So yeah, that's true. They they <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've seen. I think they're making it a little better. Like it, it hasn't been as bad as it used to be. For me, oh, it's still, oh, it's, still so it's messing up for you still. Really? It's not as uh, bad as it was when there were five different programs you had to run. One to be able to get be into really betas. Bad. One to check yeah. like other things. Like it's so stupid, but it's still yeah. not the best. Uh, we have Discord questions over there, Evan. I still got a bunch left. Yeah. All right, let's go with this. I'm pretty sure this is a troll one. Anyone know when the next Senran Kagura game is coming out? I do not. I don't either. Hmm, that's quite I, I figured like Nate would. Damn, Nate. Didn't the guy? Didn't the guy leave Marvelous? The guy who makes Senran Kagura? I'm not sure if he's working there anymore. Oh. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say, Jordan? I said there's plenty of other sites I can direct you to, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nate will get on that though. He'll figure out when the next one's yeah, coming look out. Into I'm it, really not going to do that. <laughs> I have uh, no interest in investigating that. <laughs> you want to give us another Discord question? Evan? Uh, this, okay. So the Lockhart that he was looking stuff up, I didn't actually verify any of this. The Lockhart is supposedly less powerful than the One X, but will perform better due to new hardware. Could this mean that the PS5 performance could be made up for by the better SSD? Uh, for well, the, the Lockhart's going to be using newer. Technology. Yeah, it's using newer tech, but it's yeah. teraflops wise, it's supposed to be less than the one X. Yeah, but the teraflops can't be compared. It's completely yeah. different architecture. But that's, DNA but that's some and then his question was, could the PS5 make up for the performance gap between it and the Series X because it has the newer, better SSD? Oh, because the uh, oh. probably I mean probably not. I mean here's yeah. what's gonna happen. I'm so confused. No, no. The, the the difference between the PS5 and the Xbox is pretty straightforward. They're using the same AMP chips, essentially, the same generation. All that. But it's going to be interesting because I think Microsoft is really going to push frame rate. I think they're going to push resolution pretty hard during their event. I I would be shocked if they streamed 4K and like really pushed like all this all this technical stuff because Sony what they streamed at like 1080p 30 and people were like some of this stuff kind of looks like last gen the current gen stuff and that's because the stream was looked terrible um then they uploaded the 4k you know footage of like Ratchet and Clank it looked a million times better so um but now the difference between the PS5 and the Xbox is pretty clear cut looking at it from like spec sheet it's really going to come down to how the developers can use that SSD uh to maybe do different things in like a big open world or, or others so is that, what do you think nate that sound about right yeah i mean that's generally the gist of things yeah hey, another discord question Evan? what's the most disturbing game you have ever played that you were not able to play again hmm. 
that is a good question. The most disturbing game that we played that you weren't able to play again. We didn't, even get to play it. we didn't even get to play it, but it was going to come out on July 13th, right, Sean? Yeah, the, the <laughs> don't get caught. Okay, God. Dude, I cannot believe an eShop game actually pushed Nintendo over the edge. That is crazy. I was uh, going to buy it, too. I know you were. Every are. day. I was like, what is this? Every day. <laughs> You're going to get caught, though? Uh, I don't think I've got a game experience like that yet. I've had movies that do that, but not a game experience yet. Hmm. I'm trying to think if any, like, I, no, because I went back and played Silent Hill 2 again. I'm trying to think of it. Like, I was like, okay, maybe it's Silent Hill. No. Nah, most of the horror and survival horror games were always interesting enough to go back to. Yeah, it wasn't like I was like, what the hell? I can't play this. There was um, like Metal Gear Solid 2 where it freaked me out for like five seconds when it was like, turn off your PS2 ride. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what? I've never played. Oh, man. Uh, you ruined it for Jordan. I think it's whatever games oh. break the fourth wall. There is that moment where you're like, whoa, okay, wait. And then you, you just kind of go past it. I don't know. No games ever got me to the point where I couldn't just go back and play it again. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of something, but I got I got nothing. I don't know. I, mean, I can't think of anything. Uh, Evan, we have another Discord question. Uh, is there a Nintendo-specific game engine that they seem to be using mostly for the Switch? Specific one for them? They A lot of them, they just make their custom. They have a custom engine that they make. Do they have it as like a named thing, or is it just like an in-house thing? It's just an in-house engine that they use. Like, what was Mario? What was Mario built on? That was an in-house engine, wasn't yeah, it? It's just an in-house engine. I mean, they really haven't leaned on any one particular engine for really any of the games. Like Yoshi was on Unreal Engine Four. Odyssey was on an in-house engine. Breath of the Wild was on a different engine. Ring Fit, I believe, used the same engine as Breath of the Wild. They kind of just they go wherever they want of whatever they feel is right for the game they're creating one that'll be really interesting is what retro uses for metal metro prime 4 like oh, what they yeah. is it a custom I, one do I, they i was cry engine 4 cry engine, they use unreal engine like i'm i'm curious what they're going to use for that i think they i think they built their own engine so yeah i would assume retro is using an in-house engine i don't think they yeah. went with a third party middleware they will build their engines around the hardware you don't think they're using unity night Unity. Wow. I mean, that performs really good on the Switch. I have to say, it does. Some, it does. does really. it? I, I wasn't. I wasn't making a joke. It. And I'm not being facetious here. No. Nope. <laughs> I just remember I am Sitsuna coming out, and I was like, oh, okay, so sixty frames for like a small, you know, RPG. Like, no, it's thirty. With, with oh, draw some like bread. Evan, we got Unity so bad on Switch. How, how does? Right. The, for the next Switch, how does Nintendo set itself apart from the other consoles again? Like, what does it push in terms of hardware, analog triggers, stuff like that? <laughs> this yeah. is the hybrid. Stick with the hybrid. Uh, yeah. I, analog triggers would be nice, um, but I, I started to think about more. I think the clicky buttons work better on the Joy-Con for traveling. I, I just, I don't know. Analog would be, there. there's a lot of travel to those. That's the only problem. I mean, could we just say like uh, driftless Joy-Cons? Would that be? I mean, that would be yeah. a nice thing. Yes. I also like that idea of casting the image to a display. You know, that oh, kind of like, no. like dockless wireless, yeah, wireless dock oh, type of thing cool. yeah and, uh, we talked other... about that in our video where we the did. next we did a wireless <laughs> on the night the hate show that would be cool That's what cool. if you had like a like um a charging stand That's next right. to you like on your couch and you just set your switch there and it cast you just cast wirelessly anyway to your tv yep. that'd be cool you know, oh i like that yeah, that's, that's, that. that's the idea mvg and i went to great detail on a nate the hate episode calling 
I think, believe it was called the next generations or the next switch revision will have uh, revolutionary technology. It's on Nate the Hate right now. You can listen to it. Are they, are they what, what kind of, you think there'd be some, there'd be added input lag there to that? Well, I think there would be a little bit, it but depends. You know, it depends. Nintendo is good at that type of technology. We okay. can see what they can craft. We'll find out. I, I like want, that idea. Though. I want an ecosystem. I they could they migration. could uh, use Google's negative latency algorithm. Apply that. <laughs> no, I, I did. Finally, you. bring it Stadia. We got it. I agree with what Click's saying. Click has. Uh, I want an ecosystem bringing over your games easily, backwards yeah. compatibility. All of that stuff needs to be it's like they've kind of like they did back. They do backwards compatibility, but like a lot of times it gets broken, right? Or like all your your Wii Virtual Console. It's just evaporated. It's just, well, it just stays on the Wii, you know? Like, they yeah. need to be able to bring over things e uh, easier and just make sure it's, like, integrated a bit better. Wii to Wii U was was okay. Yeah. Um, but, but, but Wii U, obviously, the Switch, you had... You, I mean, they had no choice, but I think now that you have a successful system, you can do it, you know? Uh, you we could have right. got a disc slot on the Switch, for sure. <laughs> but isn't that a damn shame yeah. that we have to hope Nintendo can get with modern times and match what Microsoft and Sony yes. are doing? Yes. <laughs> like it, the fact that it's a fear that Nintendo might not do this, it might be really a fear for Nintendo. Right. Nintendo America might have that fear too. It's like I really hope they get. I, I, yeah. I think they'll do backwards compatibility. That's what I know. I, I know they'll do that with the next Switch, but the other stuff. Yeah, I, I mean they should. Yeah, use the cartridge. We'll, we'll see. I think PS3 to PS4, there was no uh, migration of your like there. What was there? Some, you couldn't play certain games, right? Because I was just you couldn't play any of your PS1 games because PS4 didn't have. PS1 support yeah. for some yeah. weird reason. It, yeah, it's weird. If you go on like your like if you go on the shop, it's like certain games only work on the PS3, and it's like older PS1 and PS2 titles that you would buy and play anyway. And yeah. yeah, it was really weird. I remember when I was, I was like, it's weird. why isn't this working? And then like, of course, there was backwards compatibility with PS3, which makes sense, right? Considering the technology, maybe. I mean, I don't know. But uh, we have another Discord question, Evan. Uh, last one's kind of for me. Someone's just asking about esports wave. What happened to it at the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the time I was, uh, that was my, when I was doing my day job as well, I just didn't have the time for it. And now I'm doing my own work. So like, I don't, yeah, you would have had a, a fun couple of episodes here these yeah. past few weeks. I mean, I, it's almost, <laughs> oh, but man. at the same time, it's almost like he said, she said like me talking about that. So it's like, I don't, I don't know if I'd rather focus on that. Cause it was originally, it was about the business of esports and how it was expanding and stuff like that and the interest to there but we also we our channel doesn't have that community it has a small community of people interested but yeah even like the, the mixer shutting down ninja stuff that all would have worked in that too That'd maybe i mean uh, mixer wasn't mixer did a couple esports based things but it really wasn't blowing up in the scene they're really mixing things up that's uh, a major uh, technically a, a streaming platform collapsing so yeah. um uh let's uh let's go over here to Breath of the Wild 2. This, yeah, was, yeah. this was fun. My pre-order is already <laughs> in, man. It's going to be great. So, so Breath of the Wild 2, well, we had uh, a podcast with, it was Spanish voice actors, right? And yeah. they ended up just basically joking about the whole thing. Uh, it got picked up as a serious story that they had completed their voice acting work. like, yeah. and, and then it turned from that, from Spanish voice actors, playfully talk about or allude to Breath of the Wild to voice work to Spanish voice actors have finished their work on Breath of the Wild 2 to voice actors have finished their work on Breath of the Wild 2. That ended up being the headline that I eventually saw. Irresponsible. It, it, it was this very, like, it, it was crazy. That it, thing. Was, 
embarrassment of reporting. I saw it and I saw videos. I remember when it, it popped up. It was like in the morning and I saw it and, you know, I I'm not the most fluent in Spanish, uh, you know, but I, you know, I know I live predominantly Hispanic, you know, area. And like when I saw it, it didn't seem like that to me. And from what I can translate, it didn't seem like they were even saying anything like what these articles were projecting. So I was like, I'm not going to make a video. I'm just going to wait a bit. And then all that came out. But I think it's dangerous when people do that because this stuff's NDA and they can lose their jobs, you know? Yeah. So, and it's just going to make them tighten up a bit more and e even more than what we've even gotten. Especially if so, they, didn't I mean, say, they didn't actually say that. <laughs> yeah, especially if they didn't actually say it. Like that's, it, so it's unfair to those, to those voice actors, you know? Uh, I think there's also the hope that a big announcement or a big game would come out this holiday, which would be Breath of the Wild 2. But I, we've been talking about Breath of the Wild 2 as not being a 2020 game for how long? How long has that been, Nate? Because you've even been saying, you're like, eh, it's not. It's pretty not sure it's an entire year. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst thing with the reporting is, even if the voice actors finish their job, let's look back at Breath of the Wild 1 and look at the amount of voice acting that was really in it. It's not like it's hundreds of hours. Mm. It, it's like we can get the voice acting done early and finish the game but immediately all these outlets were running the story breath of the wild 2 voice actors finish their job game must be done soon no how you connected these dots is it baffles the mind and then all the information is wrong and they never even said these things it was such a case of poor reporting where you put these voice actors in jeopardy of losing their jobs and violating nda where it's just irresponsible clickbait journalism of we have to report something about Breath of the Wild 2. Let's run with the most outlandish headlines we can. And then it's spread everywhere. And when the podcast itself has to come out and say, like, come on, this isn't what was said. And they have to put it nicely of do your jobs better. Yeah, they have to cover that, their tracks too. That's terrible. Yeah. And it's like, come on. A lot of hype that day for Breath of the Wild 2020, though. Mm. There's still a lot of people who are 100% convinced it is coming out in three months. So it's not coming out in it's not coming out 2020. Let's just be real about that. Uh, they would want a, a at least a sizable, I would say, lead up for marketing. I, 2021, though, I think is likely for that game. I mean, the game. That's the thing. Nintendo never even assigned a date to this game. Yeah. People just assumed, oh, it was that E3 2019? So that means it has to be coming out holiday 2020. I mean, it's a reasonable assumption to make but it was never anything nintendo ever communicated at any point in time and now you're gonna have people get all pissed off and they're gonna oh nintendo delayed it how can you delay something you never dated yep easy i'm gonna do it right now it's delayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's uh it, it's gonna be one of their big titles so they're gonna take the time on it um but it's just it's also people will really want something with nintendo to happen and uh hey you know that maybe what like 10 days something's supposed to happen i don't know i was watching an rgt video and he was saying there's no direct because of bakugan <laughs> i think you could well no i just don't i think bakugan would have made sense if there was going to be a proper direct this month a full-on nintendo direct uh -huh. that's a game you put in the direct that's you not a game you should huh you close out with it, Bakugan. No, but I mean, you just throw it in there. You're like, oh, look, yeah, there's a new Bakugan. You don't do a treehouse presentation. You're like, ooh, there's a secret surprise coming. And then it's 
Bakugan. Oh my god, like in a that. Nintendo Direct? Like <laughs> Bakugan in a, in, in, in a Nintendo Direct as a random game announcement makes a hell of a lot more sense than Bakugan being right alongside of Paper Mario during a Paper Mario Treehouse oh, event. What if it's a what if it's a Mario themed direct? Then is it really as a standard Nintendo Direct? Maybe Mario's the face of Nintendo. Oh my God. <laughs> but if you're only talking about Mario games during this direct, is it really? It's not your typical Nintendo Direct where you get a bunch of game announcements. It's a specialized thing like a Pokemon Direct or a Smash like Direct. A, it's just like a first party direct. I mean, you, you could do that, but how long would it be? I don't think you would have enough stuff to fill out unless you're showing gameplay of these games. Okay, then is that really a standard Nintendo Direct or is that a Nintendo Direct Mini? We'll have to ask that Twitter account. <laughs> the one I keep counting. Two hundred and ninety days since the last Nintendo Direct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That is. That's going to be the question. Whenever they Mini, minis it, don't count. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I count minis. minis don't count. For some reason, the mini, the last mini direct was fine because there was a lot of different game announcements in there. But I think if you're only doing first party games or you're only doing Mario games. That to me isn't really a standard Nintendo Direct. That's a specialized Direct, like a Smash or a Pokemon Direct. Mm. That's fair. Okay. Um, you got there a sprite? Yeah, I got a sprite. You know, you know what the, the funny thing would be? What if they didn't call the last Direct a mini? What if they just called it a regular Direct? Would they still have that account saying the last is standard Direct? What, what if they, they just called call it a regular they Direct? Call it general Direct, like literally, yeah. oh, General Direct is like, well, we, we, it, it's a General Direct apparently. And it's, <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, they could have easily done it. Like, it's just not as good as the other Directs, you know? <laughs> no, Nintendo America, if you're listening, just call the Direct coming up. Just call it General Direct, so I can just go on. <laughs> I think I think it's I, well I think it's sort of based on time. Your mini directs are like twenty minutes long, where your your standard directs are like forty minutes long. They could right? they could have easily stretched yeah, it. It's a weird twenty minutes of Smash Bros. But I mean it, the thing of it is Nintendo calls them direct minis and then standard Nintendo yeah. Direct. So it's yeah. not like people are just making this shit up. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Yeah, it is a weird thing for sure. It's like if they announce it ahead of time on Twitter, then it's a general direct. If they shadow drop it, it's a mini. Where it's like if Nintendo doesn't build anticipation to it, if they just throw that branding mini on it because they're kind of like, yeah, we don't even give a damn. Here, you can enjoy it. We don't care. When they announce it ahead of time, they want you to get all that excited and all that pent up, you know, and then get pissed off when Bakugan is the whole show. They should uh, do a Bakugan direct. <laughs> they should do that just to piss off people at this point uh let's get let's go over to the some of the super chats we have left uh and then we'll finish up with the ps5 box art real quick uh shinru says hey everyone does anyone know a console that plays gba games on tv i remember seeing one mentioned on newswave but i haven't found any updates since that was probably talking about that hyper that hyperkin little game boy console thing that thing disappeared. yeah i don't have yeah. that um game hopefully, hopefully polymega will release a module oh, for it at some point that'd be good that'd be good uh gamecube with the game boy advance adapter uh retron mm. 5 which is kind of junky but it technically plays them yep you have um the consoleizer too that you can get the console that one's a little pricey that will i was that's like 300 some odd dollars right yeah yeah um, that's a little i mean it's nice i'll say that but it is getting up there in price um whereas if you get a game boy with the you know Game Boy Advance player and everything. It's pretty, it's pretty solid. Um, 
Anthony says aiming for 50 subs by December 31st too. So pray for me all keep up the great work. Spawncast really love MVG's educational videos and John's teardowns. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Bob says N64, the Mario 64 or sunshine of Nintendo consoles. Oh, N64, the Mario 64 or sunshine of Nintendo consoles. The Mario 64. Hmm. Duh. Hmm. Mario 64 is really cool, man. I've been watching some speedrunning of that game from Armada on Twitch, and man, like that game has. Oh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it has crazy stuff in there that I could never even dream of doing. Like, I mean, speedrunning in a lot of Mario games are cool, but I just want I just want to say that. Like, Mario 64 speedrunning, dope. I don't like, know. 70, star, 70 stars? It's really cool. 64. I, hmm. I guess. I guess it would be the Mario 64. It's not good enough to be the sunshine. Uh, <laughs> then we'll go over to <laughs> Bob says uh, <laughs> the ball for direct uh, sunshine or 64 of, of digital events. The devolver direct was fun. It was fun to watch. So I'll, I'll give that a sunshine. Uh, Michael <laughs> says we'll go scratch the Tenchu itch. I think it will when you turn into the ghost. Uh, then if when you're a samurai, it'll be way the samurai. So I'm uh, I mean, I'm interested. Like I said, Friday. I, I don't think it, I don't think it's gonna scratch the tension itch. Oh man! Damn it, Nate. Nate. Damn it. That's just my opinion. I don't think Let it is. They, they asked the question. If, it, if this is, I'm hoping it's an 85 at least on Metacritic. We'll see how that goes over. 80. It's gonna be an 84. You just. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Christian who says, "Let's get some cheeks clapped." Hey. Justin Damn. says, "Oh, how much is the sixty-inch? My next super chat buys." <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I mean, I'm assuming it's probably twenty-five. I would think if the if the thirty is fifteen. When are you when are you when are you streaming well, next, Sean? I have uh, questions though because, I, like, I, the I last have, time you the last time you showed this, it it said you showed the box and it said home of the thirty-inch sub. So it, is this sixty-inch going to say home of the sixty-inch sub? I mean, what is, what is I don't think I don't, like? see, I don't think it's as well known because, like I said, I had to I had to find it on the catering flyer. Dude, you know what, Sean? You should stream, <laughs> and the entire stream should be you ordering the sub, waiting for it to show up, and then showing it off. And the it's literally the Sean Mukbang stream. Order a sixty-inch sub live on stream. Unboxing, yes. dude. Ooh, that would be a good unboxing. I would watch. I would watch that stream. Just the I anticipation of waiting for the 16 inch sub to show up, listening to what you're putting on it, right when you, you gotta order. Like hold it up and then stand well, down. See, the weird thing one. is, the weird thing the is, I only picked out what you eat. On the, <laughs> like on they the get catering, to the on the catering thing, it says that you have to give 48 hours notice, but it also says that for the three footer, which you don't because I buy them all the time. Why don't you just call and ask? Be like, hey, if I wanted to just 60, call him and be like, head. this is RGT85. Well, they <laughs> you know my name, am? right? So I'm the guy yeah. who only I'm the only guy in town who keeps ordering your 30 inch sub. <laughs> <laughs> so get Dude, that 60 ready that for me in the morning, baby. Well, well, sponsor me while you're at it. That would yeah, be, be good. I would watch that stream of you ordering a sub, 60 inch sub. Just see how it turns out. Uh Ubisoft is beyond good and evil, officially vaporware. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you MVG's working on it right now. They, they, asked, tomorrow, they asked us for help. MVG's on the case. <laughs> hey, we may see, we may see it tomorrow. MVG, you're, you're helping out, right? They, they, they particularly asked us to help out with the game. MVG, are you on? Let us know. Yeah, I don't know anything about that game. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> 
I love how this menu says the sandwich serves 24 people and Sean wants it for himself. For three days. <laughs> uh, uh, Zach says, uh, new super switchy for QBU. Yes. Sounds like something no, that's that a name. Sounds like a plan. Uh, uh, then Micah says, you think, uh, you think Gods and Monsters will release this year? No, no, I don't think so. I thought it got delayed till next year already. Yes, AD already leaked it though. Yeah, but that was early, early footage apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently. Is good. All right. Uh, then, so yeah, next next year, next year, I think is when it's going to come out because they're going to have Assassin's Creed in November. Watchdogs, maybe Watchdogs and Just Dance. Yeah, Holy Trinity, right there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's great. Hold, this is from Nick saying, "Hold up, is modern vintage supposed to be an oxymoron?" Well, yeah, I mean it's both modern and vintage, right? <laughs> uh, Ethan R says, "Sean finally get, uh, gave retro gaming tips tonight." I do that once in a while. Uh, Star Wolf said, "Did anyone see the Suda Fifty One cameo in the credits of Digital Devolver's presentation?" Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. He had a. Um... Ultraman Blu-ray. Did he stop by to delay No More Heroes 3? He was playing it with an, an Xbox 360 controller with a Switch dock with no Switch in it oh. next to a Wii. <laughs> he keeps... You know how much gameplay they're starting to show off now? I really hope this game's coming out this year. How much they're actually trying to show it and like pretend like yeah. it's you know, this, this the, joke now. The screenshot that he showed. But the, the cool thing about that screenshot, though, is they're going back to No More Heroes 1 in terms of like the, the layout because like it, it shows the map and you can clearly see that you're going to be able to drive around and they showed off that you know the motorcycle is going to be back so they're going back to that format no more heroes 2 got rid of that and travis strikes again is really weird so that's cool that's the cool thing about this screenshot it does let us know that it is going back to the open open-ended open area so you still of. think there's chances that travis is coming to smash i it's i don't know but chances? that'd be dope over under 50 percent. i think it's over 50 percent. i think 50 percent on the dot baby I think he makes sense to, to wow you're it. a guy who has dead set opinions there oj 50 <laughs> percent uh, quite says uh bakugan has a it was a re repeat of pokemon unite um in a way mike says speaking of martin luigi do we think we'll see that same formula ever again and yes i was that kid on the bus playing superstar saga every day see nate some people bought the game kid on the bus they had good things I mean, the the dream is that they get back with Square and do, uh, do another Super Mario RPG. It's been like thirty years. Yeah, well, we could bring it back. Can we? Yeah, we we bring back Skate. Years. What else will happen? Yeah, if we just comment about it enough, they'll be like, fine. But what <laughs> if Skate isn't good? Like, what if they mess it up? Stop saying things like this. <laughs> and, and, you know, if Skate isn't good. We always have Skater XL, right, Jordan? Shut up. We have Skate Three. <laughs> uh, Juice Man Vaughn says, hot take, Paper Mario fans aren't really Paper Mario fans. They just like the thousand-year door a lot. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even well, know. Well, if you only like one game in the series or two games, and there's been like hella Paper Mario games, yeah, they're yeah. more fans of that game than the actual franchise. Like, there's fans of just the new God of War, but not actually God of War fans, like the series, you know? Yeah. I only so ever beat sense. the original Paper yeah, Mario, I, so... I, Hey, they read every single God of War game. Still good? You can still go back and play it. Yeah, it's uh, a good game. I can play it on my Snap Station. 
There you go. Eric, Eric Popwich says, uh, love all you beautiful people. Tone says, Elden Ring leak. Anyone up there got info? I did not see a recent leak for it. Mm-mm. Would like to, though. Uh, Maybe it'll be at Microsoft's July event. I hope David, so. David says, Cubfu will come to Smash to sell Pokemon DLC with Hop to pause the fight to explain. No, Urshifu will will oh. uh, would come. That's that's the new legendary from the DLC that you, you get. What are these names? Uh, oh, man, reads Pokemon names. <laughs> I just I just start criticizing the names. We get like we're like it take like two years to open one pack, Jordan, because I just <laughs> get mad at all the names. I thought it'd be funny to do like an April Fool's video where I take a literally like ten minutes to hit the ten minute mark of opening one pack and. I slowly go through the cards and I read off everything on the card. I don't know. Never did it. Sounded too boring to even film. Zyre <laughs> Miller says, I remember Paper Mario more for its humor and story and less for its RPG mechanics. Now I see Paper Mario more of adventure game with RPG elements. Yep. Indeed. Uh, Symphonic Balance says, is anybody here on the Spawncast playing to stream the xbox event also shout out for mvg and his work with limited runs stay safe all yeah i think uh i'm streaming it mvg i'm sure is going to stream it yep. uh, i'm sure oj will stream it sure uh, it's probably forget to stream maybe yes yes, yes. like yes uh i don't know if sean will how am i what time is it yeah. i think it's like noon nine eastern no nine pacific oh, nine, nine nine pacific. Pacific. Yeah. i might do that yeah don't be up just put us on a multi-stream tab and watch all of us at the same time. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, look. Uh, <laughs> Peter says, this is just me or is Perfect Dark, Fable 4, not really big hitters for the average consumer. I think they will need to be very well developed. Fable absolutely one, to be epic. Absolutely 100% spot on comment mm. that he said. It, they need to be, yeah, they need to be. You they can't sell it be. on name alone. They have to be good games. But we've seen before, right? Like, if you can take a game and you can make it way better than what it was and market it right, then yeah, you can. it can blow up. It can be much better than what people thought it was going to be. So, I mean, that, that's the biggest thing because it still has some brand recognition and then you can get new people. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, Fable. And Fable's going to be a case of that. I mean, the most recent example we can probably use would be Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion 1 on the GameCube was not a huge success. Gave it to next level. They make Luigi's Mansion 2 on the 3DS. All of a sudden, that's a that's a pretty big franchise in Nintendo right now. Luigi's Mansion Three was good. So mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Playground real, is gonna come big play. with Fable. The real question do. is, can you kick chickens in the new Fable game? Absolutely. You kick them so hard they just fly miles, and uh, the feathers fall off everywhere, and then you can shoot it into the sun I, with magic. If, if if they do have Fable there, I'm excited to see it. I, w- I want to see what they did with that. I hope it's Fable Three Remastered. <laughs> fable the fable the journey to fable the journey to fable the journey to you know what you know what Jordan is really funny is if I get if if I do get Scott Pilgrim tomorrow uh-huh. they absolutely will do it. fable three is like when the monkey paw closes it's like okay you get you, you get you get Scott Pilgrim but then fable three is the remaster that's the big fable <laughs> yeah no new fable it's just Great. fable three again all right if you get Scott Pilgrim Ubisoft is canceling the next gen Splinter Cell choose which one you want i think that game got canceled i want the, I want the next anyway. everything that came out of ubisoft today i think that game's been canceled next gen no they'll make one at some point they'll have to yeah it's on your cell phone remember 
No, not that. They'll make it a good one. Like that's like chaos theory. Like they'll make one that's like as good as that. But like, he is on your cell phone. Don't forget. No, he is on our. He is oh, on he's our also in the hey. Ghost, the Ghost uh, Recon Wildlands, isn't he? Didn't didn't they put him in that game? At awesome. Yes, he is. There you go. There you go. You can, you can play as Sam Fisher. He's just in it's a game you want to play. Trash, bro. Even watching it, it's hot trash. Like I can watch people play games that I don't like easy, but that game's horrible. Uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Ubisoft be doing what they want to do all the time. That, uh, Becca's live says, I'll say I like the card openings. Glad they are still happening on Twitch. The thank you, Cinderace VMAX. I say that right, Cinderace. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, oh, that's right. I finally right. pulled a card First that took like 700 packs to open. So awesome. So, what 700 packs? <laughs> I've been opening a lot of packs. I don't know if you knew this, but I had a channel where I just opened packs. Every I'm, not, day. I'm, not, I'm not getting 700 packs. It's a lot of packs. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Well, enjoy not collecting <laughs> all of them. I'm How many did you have? Oh, I have so much bulk. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited for what's to come, Jordan. He uses them to heat his room. I'm excited, too. It's all it's a, like it's completely different. It's not my name. It, the whole channel name's changing. Eric says, uh, regardless whether Halo is there or not, at launch, Banjo has a potential to take simple-minded people like me to throw 500 at a box of plastic. Then Nexus says, uh, why not have the Super Lucky's Tail devs make Banjo redoey or just get Playtonic? I, I thought it would have been cool if they got Playtonic to, to do it. Um, but um, hey, you know what? That would be a third party hire. There you go, Nate. Have them Playtonic hasn't proven to me that they can do a really good mm-hmm. 3D platforming game yet. Mm-hmm. I think Ukulele and the Labyrinth was good. Mm-hmm. Ukulele wasn't that good. It, it was it, there was a good base there though i think yeah. if they had some more resources and some more sure. time with microsoft i think they can definitely make a much better game than mm. that's a good point yeah um Corey says uh, please have sam and ralph from layman gaming on as a guest sometime i told them about your show and they said they would love to Okay, Sam and Ralph from Layman Gaming. I know Layman Gaming. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll check. I'll check him with them. Uh, Cedric says Hop is short for hopeless, like his Pokemon career. Ooh, man, man, Hop is just getting beaten down. No love. Damn. Oh, uh, uh, Justin. Justin says appreciate you guys. Make sure RGTA Five gets that sixty-inch sub. No way. Justin, Justin bought you a sixty-inch sub, Sean. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. He also he also bought YouTube like a fifteen-inch sub or something like that as well. <laughs> I think I think that's why he put that much in so that it can count. <laughs> uh, the Venicera says, "Great show as always. Thank you all." Uh, I'll, I'll double check Streamlabs before we finish up. Let's uh, let's finish up with the PS5 box art. Everyone saw it. It's uh, it looks very similar to the PS4 box art, except there's a white stripe at the top with the PS5 logo. Still in the blue casing. Don't know if I like that as much. I think I would prefer to go away from the blue casing. Yeah, the blue casing to me just something. It doesn't mesh well with the color scheme they're going for. It's Sony, man. It's Sony. Sony is the blue for Sony. It it, it makes sense to me that they do that. I'm I'm fine with with it. it. I think they could have mirrored the console by having the white strip. So it's white on the outside and then the, the case be black. Like a translucent black color. I like the idea of the black casing. Yeah, there, there was yeah. that. Um, I really like, hope it's different, so it doesn't look the same next to my PS4. I think it's game, gonna look you know? the same, dude. Other That's than that gonna really game. annoy me. I can't wait for Xbox to come out with the same exact green cases, except now there's like a different color. I think they. The I think they're gonna do the same thing. I think they're uh, gonna have very similar on, guys. Cases, new color cases, new shapes. Let's do it. I know. I was really okay. hoping they would like. I, you think they would have made it? Could have made them a little taller, maybe, so that they don't sit perfectly flush with their PS4. I don't know. Well, they just make them like squares, make them like CDs. <sighs> that actually been, been pretty fun if they no. did that. Yeah. I just don't like the white stripe. I just I think it looks like a bootleg. 
It looks like somebody like took a white piece of paper and put PS5 on it. It's literally like, what it like, looks like. Scribbled yeah. it. Maybe yeah. somebody did do that. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's a box art. And based on what we're hearing from play, uh, companies like Capcom, where they're 80% digital now and they're shooting for 90% by next year, uh, I guess the box art won't matter next gen anyway. Stop yeah. it. No, it's it, no. Did you did you hear that? Did you see that article though, Sean? Stop it. No, yeah. did you see that article? No. He doesn't want to go go read that. That, that that's nightmares right there. I, can't, I don't bad. know how to read. It's pretty, it's they, pretty, they said I believe eighty percent, that, but try your best. Eighty percent digital, bro, and that's Capcom. They sell the biggest Resident games. Evils, the, yeah. The biggest they have. What Resident Evil? They have Monster Hunter, and they have all sorts of stuff, man. They so have other that, things. That's scary. Yep. Goodbye to uh, physical media, Sean. But hopefully, it's limited run is uh, I'm a quick game Yeah, but if they don't have a way to play, oh no! What if there's no disk drive? Uh oh. That's when I quit gaming. That's the <laughs> end. D- digital run games. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, Man, if there's no more disk drives next gen and Sean quits gaming, his channel will actually have to be about retro games. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. <laughs> Our system. <laughs> uh, let me uh, and to finish up here, we have uh, Jeff Burns saying most serving game I ever played was GTA five because I bought it for the 360 play for 20 minutes. My belly hurt. <laughs> Uh, I went and I went and laid down, ha- ended up having to go th- to the hospital to have an emergency surgery, take out my gallbladder out. Every time I play it, I then it cuts off. I guess you what? What? We is don't the, know what happened. What to them. happened? <laughs> flashbacks? Maybe? I assume flashbacks because that yeah. is really connected to it. You're like, yeah, at that, point. that, that makes sense, Jeff. Yeah, sorry yes. about that, bro. That that's that's that. rough. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. I think I mean you might need your gallbladder. Maybe you don't. Uh, Solve says so for PS5 next gen exclusives. Do you think that they are going to be much more superior to the Xbox exclusives coming to both Xbox One and Series X? You just mean the exclusives because they're going to have to design for the Xbox One VCR as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's the problem with that's the thing we're still not sure. That's why we got to see this event. We got to see because Halo Infinite is coming to both. When we see that gameplay, then we'll be able to tell. It's like, OK, yeah, that might be 540p on the Xbox One VCR. But hey, you know what? It's 4K on the <laughs> I forgot who it was, but uh, one of the uh, just um, talked about this. But, you know, these developers, they do multiple settings all the time. Like, I don't think people that are trying to put up this, oh, well, since they're making it on this, it's going to hold back everything that X, nah, it's, it's, that's not it. They know how to develop. They know how to put it. It's, it's going to be the difference between like having the game on like on high or whatever and having it on, it's not, it's not going to affect it that well, much. Well, the main in thing, my, in my opinion, the main thing for the development is going to be those moments like in uh, Final Fantasy VII Remaster or Remake where you're going through like areas kind of pinching through walls to slow down so everything loads like that's going to be kind of the main drawback that is interesting i want i guess your character just teleports through it real fast on the series x yeah, just press uh, x to skip yeah uh, uh and then uh we finish up here with shamsa coming in with a 200 dollars donation no message but thank you shamsa coming in again shamsa uh, yeah amazing Indeed. Well, Shamsa, uh, I, I thought, I, I think I was watching, was I watching a stream earlier, OJ, when Shamsa came through? 
Chomsa always comes through. Yeah, <laughs> because you're talking you're talking about Chomsa being part of the round table. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Chomsa coming. So that's she. She made an emo and she can draw. Did you? I don't know. What? Yeah, she's, yes, she can draw. I, I don't. There's no way of me showing it, but I guess I, I can put in the chat for you or the in the group chat here. For you guys. But yeah, she can draw really see? good. Yeah, I'll I'll put it in there. But yeah, Shamsa can draw. She's she's awesome. She really is. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, we'll see. Shout out to Shamsa. Uh, Shamsa, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it big time. Um, and like I said, you made Nate dedicate entire uh, Nate the Hate to what was it, Nate? Super Mario Sunshine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Shamsa knows. Shamsa knows. <laughs> yep. I did dedicate it to that game. Uh, that looks like uh, I think that's everything, though. Yep, we are all good here. Uh, let's go around, uh, starting with OJ. Where can they find you, man? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube at Player Essence on Twitter. It's Player Essence on YouTube. This upcoming week, we've got some pretty cool streams that we're going to be doing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, definitely some GameCube stuff. I got my um, got my GameCube uh, capture card working, so I'm uh, going to do going to be doing some gamecube stuff so uh so yeah if you're into streams and you're also into just regular like i do news videos and other content nintendo stuff jrpg stuff all that so, yeah that'll be this week so it should be a lot of fun subscribe what about uh mvg you can find me on twitter at modern vintage g youtube modern vintage gamer got a usual monday video coming and uh that's about it thanks for having me on oh i did want to say real quick it's uh, the fifth anniversary of uh, satoru waters passing today and i just wanted to dedicate uh, uh this episode to him he's someone that has been a big influence in my life as far as you know someone who grew up as a developer and made his way all the way through the ranks as the president so just wanted to you know mention that in the, in this episode thanks for having me on uh and then uh miss click yeah um just obviously to echo respects, like uh, MVG said, um, I remember, I'm sure many of us can remember that day and I feel like it changed a lot of us. Um, but yeah, you can find me um, here uh, uh, on YouTube as Miss Click Gaming, um, or you can find me live every day on Twitch at uh, Miss Click underscore live, or uh, actually you can type in Miss Click Gaming and Twitch will pull it up as well. So it's easy now. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching guys. Um, I had fun. Thanks for having me. And then uh, Sean. Find me making mediocre videos on RGT85. Um, tomorrow should be a video up on Deadly Premonition um, 2. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, you know, mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. And then, yeah, who, who else? Well, whatever. I don't know what else is going up this week, but I'm sure there'll be some stuff. Okay, very cool. Then uh, Jordan. Uh, I do want to say, in, uh, you know, rest in peace to Wada. Um that's that's crazy that's been five years already um yeah uh I, I would mention hey subscribe to my channel but the channel's changing in a week i'll talk about it next week uh, i stream on twitch three times a week though so you can uh follow me on twitch twitch.tv slash jordan fringe and uh if you want to ask more questions or have updates on what the channel's becoming you can ask me on there and then uh nate you can find me on twitter at nate the hate followed by the number two I have a video up there right now talking about the Xbox Series X July event. Probably have two videos going on the Nate the Hate channel next week. Find out what those are when they drop. Not sure what will be dropping on the Direct Feed Game channel next week. 
really haven't played anything new this week, so have to see what magic games come out next week. And to echo the respects to Satoru Iwata, he was a visionary for the industry. He gave us the Switch. He revolutionized Nintendo, and he always has the one quote that everyone can make reference to for all future generations, that video games are supposed to be fun for everyone. And that's something that the industry has to look to and remember every single day of that this industry is about entertainment, fun, and just bringing joy to families and people around the world. Okay. And then uh, Evan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch at Kimmerick's Project. I'm not really streaming recently. I'm trying to finish up a uh, commission piece that I'm finding I'm covering more ground on without people watching me and talking to me on Twitch. So I just really want to get through it. Uh, and then past that, we might do some games and other art stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. That's going to do it here for Spawncast episode 171 thanks everyone for joining us and we'll be back uh next saturday night uh i don't think a direct will be this week it's apparently rumored to be the following week but i'm sure we'll still have other things to go over as well we'll see you guys then maybe <laughs>